I'm comedian, writer, and filmmaker Chuck Staten from the punk band Senior Discount. And I'm writer and comedian Brad Rohr from the Providence Improv Guild. And this is the Chuck and Brad Podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 528 of the Chuck and Brad podcast. I'm Chuck. I'm Brad. How you doing, Brad? I made it. I you made did. it here <laughs> you with did. you. You did. That's what's important. How are you? I'm good. You want to hear about my explosive moment for today? For a little for a little cheat for everybody who listens to the podcast. Let's pull back the curtain. We'll pull back the curtain. Every week we try to go right into something. Like yes. usually it's a small question. This week, you're not going to believe this shit. It's nope. going to make you fucking sick to your stomach. No, I just ate. Are you ready for a bucket for your diarrhea? Wait, well, how sick uh, to my stomach? <laughs> I, I thought normally sick to my stomach makes me think I'm going to throw up, but this is... Let's see. You ready? I'm, okay. Let me try to find out who wrote this sick thing to me. I've got a bucket on each end. Okay. Matt Bonta wrote into us. Yes. You can write into us at chuckandbrad at gmail.com yep. or go to chuckandbradpodcast.com and find the contact link. He wrote into us. Okay. Message. By the way, sounds like a good guy. So far, I'm, I'm on Team Bonta. Message. Potential duplicate email sent through your website. That's what he wrote, okay? Okay. He wrote, hey guys, sending two emails with the same content. I've sent an email or two before, but it's always been through your website, but I don't think you've gotten them. Uh-oh. So I'm trying both ways in hopes that you get this. So I was like, well, we get emails from the website all the time. Yeah. So that's really strange. So I searched in the Chuck and Brad Gmail account. Yep. Math, uh, uh, you know, contact form submission. Right. Right. Tons of email have gone to our spam over the past few months. Oh, and my that, diarrhea. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So now we have, we have some emails to answer, Brad. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I, I just want to apologize to everybody that's written in and been like, hey, guys, uh, I love you guys. Please write me back. Listen to this. From, uh, from, this is from, uh, did, did we get an email from our, our biggest fan? This is Stan <laughs> from November. This is, this is, uh, Jacob. Let me start by saying I'm a huge fan of the Chuck and Brad podcast. As well, as senior discount. I'm contacting you to inquire about a potential internship at the Chuck and Brad podcast. Oh, no. I work here on college. Yeah. Oh, all these different people. There's tons of different things that we never got back to. Isn't this crazy? It is. Now, here's the truth. We're going to fucking lay it on the line and put it out there. Put it on Front Street. We last recorded on something like June 30th. It was the Sunday of that weekend. Something yes. like June 30th. Yeah. And it was about Fast and the Furious 9 and a bunch of stuff. Bo yep. Burnham. And the plan, we had a really good plan. Fucking solid ass plan. Oh, yeah. Because Brad was, I was leaving for New Hampshire. Then Brad was leaving for Indiana. Yep. Then I was leaving for New Jersey. Yeah. And we were making a plan to make sure we didn't miss any weeks for the tubes, right? But here's what happened. The one night we were supposed to record in between, because we did the Sunday one early for that Thursday. Yes. The following week, we were going to record on the Wednesday. I end up in the emergency room. Right. We couldn't record that day. Then we were going to try to record while I was in Jersey. By that time, I was moved to a hotel where I was sharing a hotel with somebody else. And I didn't have any private room. I couldn't do a podcast then. Right. So we missed last week. Yes. We guarantee we guarantee we've averaged 52 a year since December of 2013, which is pretty amazing. Pretty good. So we are going to make it up. So here's what I propose to you. Uh Oh, today. Hang on. I got to I got to I got to empty out my diarrhea bucket. <laughs> 
Hey, hold on. That's my air conditioning great. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. oh, geez, it's hot in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting right under it. Why would I? <laughs> it drips diarrhea on you. So here's what we're going to do. We got to do a podcast today to catch up and let everybody know about the Smod Castle opening and all the recent stuff that we've been doing. Brad's trip to Indiana, everything. Then I'm thinking maybe this weekend we do a bonus episode where we go through all these emails. Absolutely. A mailbag only. Mailbag episode. only episode. Chuck and Brad's. Uh, Mail sack. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck and Brad's. Yeah. We should come up with something that makes it kind of like half testicles, half mailbag. Really? You don't think mail sack is enough? <laughs> well, how do you spell sack? Well, how do I spell mail? <laughs> That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Mail sack. Um, and maybe we'll release. I'm thinking here. We're gonna. This is gonna come out Friday the 16th. Yes. Maybe we release one on Tuesday the 21st. 21st, and then another one next Friday. Okay. And that'll give us an extra one next week. Yes. You know, right in between two, and that'll do. That'll be, you know. Three episodes across three weeks. Yes. But they're just a little bit late. So we apologize for last week. And man, oh man, do we apologize for... uh, Spam filters. Yeah, the the spam thing. Let's actually just read that one. This is from Jacob. Hello, let me start by saying I'm a fan of both the Chuck and Brad podcast as well as Senior Discount. Now that's out of the way, I'm contacting you to inquire about a potential internship with the Chuck and Brad podcast. I am a media communications slash digital media production student at Rhode Island College. I'm the president of RI, of Rick's TV station and the production director at the radio station. I'm incredibly passionate about media production. I have a special interest in podcasting. I'm aware this isn't exactly the most traditional venue for something like this, but is there any possible opportunity... But if there's any opportunity possible, I'd love to send in a portfolio resume and cover letter. I sincerely hope to hear from you in the future. Thank you, Jacob. Wow. Man, don't you wish that we could have... because we've gone through so many portfolios, cover letters, and resumes over the years. <laughs> it would be nice to go through one from a local guy. Yeah, I'll write back to Jacob. Um, uh, we're so sorry. To, to Jacob and everyone else. Yeah, it sucks. That, doesn't, uh, doesn't that suck? It does. Uh, I'll read that one. And then there's a new one. You know, I'll read one more, and then we'll, everything else will be for our mail sack. All right. Is um, it mail sacks or mail sack? Well, it's our mail sacks. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. From Jason. Just just came in two days ago. Hey, guys. Like many, I'm sure I started listening to tell them Steve to... Uh, sorry. I'm sorry listening after the TESD Town History Pods came out, and now I'm hooked. I live in Connecticut, and the family and I are going to Rhode Island Comic Con this year. Oh. I was just curious if you guys were moderating or doing anything there. Also, I've started watching the Fast and Furious movies because of your pod. I've never seen one movie despite managing video stores when the first couple came out. Anyway, thanks for providing the laughs every week from Jay. Uh, P.S. I'll buy you both coffees if you can say it right. Oh, his last name. Poof. How do you spell it? D. Okay. E. Uh-huh. L. Uh-huh. A. C. Okay. H. E. V. R. O. T. I. You're just making no, up letters. E. R. E. Della Chevrotere. How <laughs> about this? Della Chevrotiere. T E T I E R E. I you know what? I think you're right. Della Chevrotiere. Hmm? Yeah. I'm de, a, de la Chevrotiere. Ooh, could be either one. J de la Chevrotiere. De, je, de la Chevrotiere. Oh, that's a good way to yeah. say it. Jason. <laughs> I am Jason de la Chevrotiere. That's pretty good. All right, that's a fake name. You're clearly a spy. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, in terms of the Rhode Island Comic Con stuff, I was thinking about this today. Um, I want to get involved with Rhode Island Comic Con. We had a, a contact there, and he got us uh, kind of our involvement in the past you know several years. Yeah. He bounced. He just moved away somewhere right. else. I think he's not involved anymore. Working on video games. Yeah. So we got to find... Well, here's the other thing. What about and, our other contact? Exactly. There's another yeah. guy that works there, Michael. And great that guy. guy great guy. He's, he's thrown interns at us left and right. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's had us work with uh, his school to like mentor students in podcasting high as well. High school. High school students. And... Uh, He's he's another person high up there, so maybe we should talk to him. Let's maybe that's the person. Yeah, to let's talk, talk to. to him. Yeah, so we Rachel, talk to him. Rachel Lee Cook is going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con, wow. and I don't know that I've ever wanted to host a panel more. Wow, than with the star of Josie and the Pussycats. Of Josie and the Pussycats. What if you got your DVD signed? <laughs> I would be delighted. <laughs> I would love to see you host a panel with Rachel Lee Cook. Hey, I made it through my Christina Ricci interview, and I was professional. Yep. and responsible. Right, and I didn't say anything bad. No, you did not. Right? Yeah, you did great. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Even though I watched Black Snake Moan beforehand. Right, right. And you were like... Uh, yeah, you, <laughs> I'm not going to say... I See, I almost ruined the whole yeah. thing that I, that I just said I did. You, you you shut your eyes as you were talking to her and you're like... Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Chains. No, no, no. We can't say that if we want to continue to be hosts. All right. All right. We, we never said that. Well, you didn't. No, right, right. Good That's call. what I'm saying, that you didn't say it. Good call. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get right into holy shit, all this stuff. Ready? Okay. We recorded on the 20, maybe it was the 27th, June 27th. Whatever, whatever that Sunday was. That Sunday, June 27th. Um, the next day I left for New Hampshire. Uh, it was a trip with like basically my girlfriend Gina's family. It was her sister Ava, mm -hmm. her boyfriend, Ava's boyfriend Steven, Gina's brother Nick, um, and Gina's cousin Adriana and her husband, like a lot, of, a lot of Gina fam people. Any any dogs go with you on this trip? Yeah, oh, many a dog. Oh, good. Ava has a dog, um, named Vinny. My little dog named Swiss Miss. Right, right. Um, and uh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. But but it was really good because, um, and also for some reason at the last, the, like not the last last minute, but towards the last minute, they were like, "Oh, there's two more beds, Gina. Do you want? Do you know any two people that would come?" And Gina was like, oh, yeah, my friend Amanda and her friend Kate, our friend Kate, we're all friends. And so I drove up, me, Gina, Amanda, Kate in uh, my car. And I was nervous because my dog, Swiss Miss, well-behaved dog, good little baby dog. But she doesn't love riding in the car. She, she does throws not. up. Yep. And uh, I have a car seat for her that helps. And I was really nervous about her being in the car for like four and a half hours. Right. But she was great. She sat in between Kate and Amanda, and I think maybe having people there, like right next to her, and kind of like petting her and talking to her. Yeah, she was totally fine. She just chilled out the whole time and stuff. So it was good. That's great. Yeah, it was good, and it was a good trip. Um, you know, we this is a trip that we kind of have done a couple times. You, we've done it with you. Yeah, we've done it with Gina's like mom and her, you know, her family over there, her immediate family. I've done it with my family. Did you stay at the same like Airbnb type place? S similar. Okay. It, this was uh, slightly this, different. Yeah, this area. is another yeah. Airbnb with like ten beds in it and right. a bunch of rooms. And uh, we go stay in New Hampshire, and we kind of just go to to North Conway where there's the Met Coffee Shop, which is delicious. And right. I went there again and got a. Uh, I got a pecan pie latte. That's what I go for. Yes. And I, Amanda's like, give me whatever you want. I got her a, um, a cinnamon roll latte and she said it was, said it was incredible. Nice. And I tasted it and oh boy. And, uh, you know, we go tubing, which is like we go in the Saco River and you just all rent tubes. You tie your tubes together. 
Brad, you went there and got your tubes tied. I did. <laughs> I could tell that joke was just like yeah, it was there. slithering its way over. Yep. Um, <laughs> what a dumb joke. It really and truly. I thought we called it having a float. Yeah, well, you call it that. I hated that you call it <laughs> I think, that. <laughs> I think our friend Wes calls it having a float. Yeah. And then you also get like a tube for like a cooler so you can bring drinks and sandwiches. Oh, and yeah, food. sandwiches. Um, and you just float and it's, it's so relaxing and so fun. Nope. And Brad is such a piece of shit. Yep. That is basically your, your complaint is that it's like too relaxing. That, it, that there's it, nothing to occupy your time besides float. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't relaxing to me at all. It was, uh, and, and, and by the way, can I explain this? He doesn't mean it was dangerous. Nope. It was treacherous. There was peril. No, there was it zero was scary. peril. No, nope, not not even a little. So why was it not relaxing? I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it. I, I didn't find it fun. <laughs> no, it's seriously like you you. It, it's the same thing to me as if you sat in a recliner and watched the sunset, and someone's like, "Was that relaxing?" And you're like, "No," and they're like, "Why?" And you're like, "No, it just wasn't relaxing." Uh, you know, you can get out of the chair. You don't have to. You don't have to sit in the chair for four hours. You do. You're at the mercy of the current. I, I'm a person. <laughs> Who likes to be in control? Describe the current that you're at the mercy well, I, the, the, of. <laughs> right. The problem is, it was too slow. It was, it was a point six miles per hour. <laughs> yeah. And you're just floating. Sometimes you have to get out and walk because the water was too shallow and your butt's dragging along the bottom. Yeah. When we went, if, if your butt is like really Brad droopy. side, yeah. <laughs> everyone uh, else was. Floating. Everyone else was fine. Else Not was me. Floating. I'm, I'm <laughs> scooping up dirt and my butt flaps. That's also so dumb. <laughs> it's really. <laughs> Your butt was too floppy. But I was like, okay, like I've enjoyed this for an hour. I'm done. I'm ready to be done. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, we still have, I don't know, an hour and a half to three and a half hours left. We're not sure. We're not sure when. <laughs> they say to get out of the water when you get to the bridge. And I'm like, well, we know the bridge when we see it. And it was like, probably. It was, it was, it was not, a, I, I'm a person, I like to be in control of a situation. I'm going to tell you this. And I, I have I, zero I, control. I made fun of you last night in private behind your back. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. <laughs> I'm not going to say who. Yep. And don't, don't reveal it. Cause this guy, you know, this is a sensitive person. Yep. He was like, uh, you know, my son, uh, he's like, he's having a problem. I'm like, what is it? He goes, he can't take it when the neck, when there's not another plan, when there's not like a plan, he can't just chill out. Right. Like if we're going here and here and here and here, he's fine. Yeah. But if we're like, I'm busy, you know, we're busy right now. Just, uh, you know, you're going to, we're going to hang out in a couple hours. We're going to have dinner. Right. He can't take it. Wow. And they're like, we're trying to make sure he doesn't grow up to be a person like that. Uh-oh. And I was like, like a Brad. And it's like, oh yeah, it's like a Brad. It is like a Brad. <laughs> what is our plan? I <laughs> like logistics. <laughs> How about this though? What if you're on an airplane for three and a half hours? I don't like it. Really? I don't like it. But oh, you can't just you can't just put it away. You can't just say, oh, but I'm an, here. Well, see, on an airplane, there's the distraction of like the game on playing, the fact oh, that so I'm, it's it's that the conversation is not engaging enough. No, uh, yes, yeah. There was the group I was with, really just a bunch of pieces of salami. Yeah, just Chuck and Gina and I, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, like I I wasn't comfortable. I had to pee starting at like minute four and everyone else is like, just pee while you're laying down in the tube. Just go right in the river. And I'm like, I'm trying. I am physically unable to pee. Yeah. Uh, so it was real. That was uncomfortable. And then, you know, I was I was mentally done and there was still so much time left on the float. There's something wrong with my brain, your relationship to like water. Yeah. 
You don't like water. You're like, what do you mean? I don't like water. You don't like water. What do you mean? You're I like, don't like you're water. You're fucking just like the Truman Show. <laughs> I love water. You do not like water. I drink it. Look, what am I drinking no, right no, now? No, 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 no. It's, what, it's not, it's that's not, not what vitamin I'm syrup. Truman, I'm drinking vitamin Truman water. Truman had no problem drinking water. You don't like being in the water. I, you know what? I like speed boats. When's the last time you were on a speedboat? Years ago. I you was crashed probably someone's speedboat. I crashed a, like, a, a, a jet ski, a wave runner. <laughs> you, almost, you Matthew Broderick, that guy. You <laughs> <laughs> Brad have been using <laughs> celebrity shorthands. Because the other day I said he was <laughs> Pee Wee Herman, which means he got arrested for jacking off in a movie theater. I. Uh, you don't like water. A, I, I've never been sailing. You don't like you because you don't like swimming very much. No, not right. You, you know, don't like kayaks. I, I, I'm all right with pool swimming. Kayaks get a thumbs down. I don't my, think you my, like pool swimming two, that much. I do. Do you? I do. But, I feel like but every time I invite you, you go like this. You go like. Uh, every time I invite you, that's just because I don't like my life. That has nothing to do with the water. <laughs> that's not the same. If I'm like, hey, we're gonna go eat donuts, you'd be like, all right. If I'm like, we're gonna go swimming, you'd be like, uh, will there be donuts? Yeah, right. That's what you need to start saying. Yeah, I. Uh, uh, you know, I, I I've probably been swimming in the ocean like twice. Well, ocean is tough because I know it can be cold. Yeah. Um, but you don't like kayaking either. No, the 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 two kayaking experiences I've had have been uh, suboptimal. Uh, I got a they, I, I got a crazy are, headache being out there. Are they actually suboptimal, or do you just dislike it? Like, was there problems? Was there logistical uh, issues? It, honestly, I I didn't have sunglasses, which was part of it. So like the light reflecting off. The water gave me a, a, a pretty crazy headache. Okay. Um, yeah, but it, it's been 10 years since I've been out on the old yaks, as I like to call them. I love kayaking. Yeah, um, but it's, it's you've kayaked twice in the past 10 years. No, more yeah. than that. I uh, have a kayak. I've gone kayaking since I got that kayak more than twice. You flipped over in Barrington and almost died. <laughs> I, that was four years ago. <laughs> all right. That's, that's, one, the that's, only time, that's the only time I've heard about you kayaking. No, because I went. Ki- no, I went kayaking with my on Father's Day, like either last year or the year before. Wasn't that the same trip that you almost drowned? No, Junior didn't come. Oh, okay. we went off Warren Beach. Okay, I on thought Father's, I... on Father's Day it was me, my dad, maybe it was Gina and Denny. Yeah, my brother. We went off be- the beach in Warren. Right. At the time that we did not almost drown, we just had some flips from a very strong current, and I was lucky <laughs> to not. <laughs> no, that was from. Uh, Going off the Policeman's Cove thing in Barrington, yeah. and I went under the two bridges. Yeah, you said all coves are bastards. Well, it was, uh, they, they, <laughs> and then the, uh, the, the, the water guy, who, who polices the water? Besides the God. Coast Guard. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the merman. <laughs> Besides King Triton. Yes. The Coast Guard, after we went through, yep. we really had to paddle uh, 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 to get through under the bridges. After that, he's like, don't go under those bridges. The current is too strong. And but in my head, I'm like, well, we parked on the other side of them and we fought through them. Yeah. So now we have to go back through them. Right. And that's where everyone hit the walls and right. we turned over and the ambulance came and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Um, but that's two times just in the past couple years. That's probably two times in the past four years. Okay. Um, I love to kayak. Me and Bilal have gone kayaking a bunch of times. All right. So we're right there. What are you talking you're, you're, about? You're, you're all right. You're ahead of the two yeah. that I facetiously threw out yeah. there. Congratulations. <laughs> and then, well, then how many floats have I been on? No, three, for, three floats. We're, that's, that's quite that's a bit. That's a lot of, of floats. That's I, a lot I, of water. I'm not disputing you're, you're, your love of water. I'm disputing your love of yakking. Yeah, I love, I love yakking. 
The only thing that scares me, though, is going out over water that's crazy deep. Okay. That's a little uh, a little scary to me, but right. whatever. It's not that bad. Um, but yeah, I can't believe you don't like tubing. What a fun time. Uh, fun? I had so much fun of bacon in the sun. Ugh. I still have a... Yeah, anyway. Um, we had a great time. Yeah, you, you tie all your tubes together. Yes. You get, uh, you know, like I said, you get the cooler. And then you just, you kind of just sit there, you talk, you know... You just have a, you know, you, you talk about things and that's it. You All just right. have, you just sit for like three and a half hours and you float down a beautiful river in the wilderness. There's no service. Brad can't play a motorcycle, <laughs> motorcycle mobile game against his brother. Yep. Maybe that's why you don't like it. No mobile games. Yeah, that's it. Um, I don't know why you don't like it. I still don't get it. What if you were like, I'm going to play a video game and it's three hours long. Uh, there's uh, I'm, 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 uh, occupied. Yes. You can't just talk. What's going on? What about... When we go on car rides that are like four hours long, we'll have fun just talking the whole time and joking. Yep. What's the difference? Uh, Isn't that kind of the same? It's weird. Maybe the speed at which we travel over the, the certain distance. If we're stuck in traffic for three hours, which is what tubing or having a float feels like. <laughs> it does not feel like that. It's, it's not enjoyable. Oh, you're crazy. Anyway, it's, it's very enjoyable. Having a lot of fun. Wait until I tell you about my Indiana trip. I just met up. I met up with Casey Jost yesterday, and I'm like, "We gotta go have a float together, go some tubing." He's like, "I'd love to do that." I'm like, "Oh yeah." There's no way he said it. I swear to God, there's no way you said we gotta have a float together. I did say go tubing. All right, I didn't say have a float. Um, But it's very fun. I I recommend. It's fun to go stay in New Hampshire. No specific plan. Go to some coffee shops. Go for a hike. Walk in the woods. It is hard in the summer to go on a hike, but uh, walk in the woods. You have to go early or you have to go late. and there's a lot of bears, but uh, you know, go tubing. It's fun. I don't know. I can't figure out. I'm trying to figure out Brad's problem with tubing. Uh, you know what? I fine. I'm I'm Truman. <laughs> you are. Well, I, I mean, the idea of you going and sitting in your house starting at 6 p.m. until 11 p.m. watching TV. I don't get why that's more comfortable. Um, I don't know because I have some control over what I'm watching. Like where, how I'm sitting, what I'm standing, what I'm eating. Maybe it could. It, honestly, it could be that the tubes we had didn't have the headrest. That was a big part of it. Those were not comfortable tubes. And the whole penis thing. The whole like you got to pee and you can't pee. Yep. That's part of it. The whole penis thing can be <laughs> traced back to a lot of my issues. That's because I remember eventually you did have to get out of the tube, walk out into the forest to try to pee. Right. Why? Well, not only try. I succeeded. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also ripped the drawstring on my uh, <laughs> did you my take trunks. The, did you take the tube into the forest? No. Oh, because it was tied to someone else's tube. Yes. So you were okay. I just had to wade through the water, and you guys were all screaming at me. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? You're like, Brad, Brad, go pee. Brad, you have to pee. Brad, Brad, pee, pee. <laughs> Everyone else having their floats, watching me, uh, like, trudge through the water like I'm Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> I did feel like that. Yeah. Uh, you got to... Uh... And then I'm, I'm trudging back, and you're like, how was the pee? Did everyone... How was your penis? What's... You okay with the whole penis thing? I, if, your mom's yelling that at me? If you had a problem with your penis, I wouldn't be surprised at all. I have uh, nothing but problems with my penis. <laughs> anyway, I think you got to learn to relax. <laughs> 
do. I feel <laughs> did like my, did my therapist call you after tonight's session? She's like, Chuck, I'm not getting through to him at all. I think that you. I think that I would think a float would do you good, but you you still can't even get out of your head for a float. No, no, I, I, I live up here. There's no there's no issues. You don't have to feel like I have this pressure to do my job. I'm not at work. They're going to throw more responsibilities at me. There's no duty phone. <laughs> They're going to throw more responsibilities and not pay me for them. Yep. There's not a duty phone. There's not, you have to do this. You're going to fail. You're just going to sit in a float and me and you are going to go, Hey, you like cartoons? And you're going to go, Oh yeah, cartoons. And that's it. That's the whole thing, baby. Yeah. that You got to like that. You got to enjoy that. All right. Well, maybe if we had more comfortable floats, I would This have. is an audio float. Our, <laughs> our podcast, we're changing the name this week, so the audio too. Like hell we are. <laughs> the audio too. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I realized too, like, you know, I, 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 I kind of uh, sympathize a little bit. Not really, but I do understand it's hard to just relax. It's hard yes. to just turn your brain off. Um. But I realized I'm getting pretty good at falling asleep in new places. I'm not. Because think about like all I'm the... getting worse. Think of all the... Really? Yeah. Think of all the places I had to sleep in the past couple of weeks. Yep. A lot of places. Your house. My house. My house. Your... No, I didn't sleep at your house. Okay. Um, Just ate one of my Kit Kats. Um, uh, new, new Hampshire. Well, that's the thing is... So we stayed in this house in New Hampshire. Me and Gina are staying in a double bed, uh, which is... we we At home, I have a king bed. But it's me, Gina, and a dog that sleeps between us and stretches out. Right. And in New Hampshire, it was like a double bed that yeah. for all of us to sleep in. I didn't know how Swiss would be. She was great. She was really, really well behaved. We were just like, Swiss, time to go to sleep. And she did. But I fell, I fell right asleep. I put in my foam earplugs and my eye mask, and I fall into another dimension. Wow. It was great. Anyway, we all had a good time. We played this like dirty uh telestrations game okay which is like telephone but you have to draw the next thing you know yeah. what you know what telestrations is yes so but, you know for people who don't know what it is i guess like brad would get the word like uh woodpecker and so he would draw it the next person in him playing the game would see look at his drawing and have to write down what they think it is yeah what they think the prompt was yep then they pass it to the next thing and that person reads what that person wrote and they have to draw the thing and so by the time it gets back to brad it's just crazy. But we had like a sexy one, like a sexy version no, of it. like Telestrations After Dark. After Dark. And it was just so everyone's dis descriptions of stuff and drawings of vaginas. It was hilarious. Oh, my God. I'm it sure it laughed so hard. Um, someone, I'm not going to say who, like there was like a couple guys jizzing. It was one of the drawings. Right. And she got it, and her the only thing she wrote for her prompt was nut, N-U-N-T, which is <laughs> <laughs> so gross and strange. Yes. And I was like, oh, that was really funny. But it was good. That was all fun. Um, you know, coffee shops, going around. Pretty good in terms of people being dicks and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, some people are dicks. Yes, I do. Um, no one was really too much of a dick. Good. Uh, there was like one dick moment. But it wasn't that big. It was pretty small. Good. Gina's sister, Ava, you know, she uh, she can bring the dickiness. Uh, but it was really small. I don't know what happened. It was weird. Like, we went tubing. They went faster than us, like their group of people a little right. bit by the end. And she texted me. Ava texted me. And she's like, we're going to go grab something to eat. So when our party got to the end of it, I was like, oh, they're going to go grab something to eat. So we grabbed something to eat. Then we went home. And they had cooked all the food. Oh. And they were like, I don't know why no one told us that you guys, like there was no communication that you didn't tell us you were going to get something to eat. And I'm like, 
And my, I didn't, we didn't want to start a thing. Right. But in my head, I was like, but you texted us that you were grabbing something to eat. Right. So why wouldn't we do that? Right. Weird, right? Yes. So strange. Anyway, but it was really fun. We all had a good time. We watched Friday the 13th part four. Okay. Um, the reason we, why do we watch part four? Let's see if you can figure this out. Why? If, if I'm okay, I'm in New Hampshire. Here's the easy part. I'm in New Hampshire. We're in like in the woods. I'm like, we should watch a Friday the 13th movie. Think about the movies. Why did I want to watch part four? It's pretty, pretty general. Your, your knowledge yep. will get you there. Yeah. Well, uh, part one, um, not great, but, uh, the killer is not Jason Voorhees. That's right. Keep going, baby. Part two. Part two. If you want to show someone a classic Friday 13th film, what are we missing? Oh, the hockey mask. He didn't have the hockey mask in two. <laughs> yes! Now, part three. Please oh. remember this. Please remember. Why didn't I want to watch part three? Oh, I we mean... We saw it at a campground. I know. That's what I'm trying to remember. It was raining when we saw it. Me and it. you saw it in, a, in 3D at a campground. It was so bad. But uh, the conclusion of the movie uh, is... The opening to four? No. You re- you'll remember this. Oh, it sucks. I, I remember him. All I'm going to say is this. The hockey mask that the killer is wearing has a blue triangle in the middle, which is a little suspect the whole time. Oh, because it wasn't really Jason. It was a copycat. It was a copycat killer. J- Friday the 13th Part 3 doesn't have Jason in it. Yeah. So? Part 4. Part 4. Has, has the iconic hockey mask. Jason. Jason is the killer. You're yeah. out in the woods. Yes, yes. That's why I picked Part 4. Corey Feldman's in it. Yes, Hang and it's funny because like uh, Gina's brother Nick is a guy I love, good friend of mine, and uh, you know yard sale buddy. He can be kind of a uh, you know a little bit of a priss, and uh, I knew he wouldn't want to watch it, and f- but I kind of was like, oh maybe watch this, and we're trying to figure out. He's like, fine, let's just watch that. I knew he didn't really want to watch that, but I was trying to explain to him. I was like, this is a great movie because it's really about the aesthetic. It's kind of fun. You can talk through it. You can kind of just tell what's going on. Even if you had the volume turned on, you could tell what's happening. Yeah. And we watched it. It was like me, Gina, Nick, Amanda, and Kate. And uh, we watched it. And we drove back the next day. All had a great time. It was a really crazy storms on the way back. Swiss was really good. Uh, ate some Papaginos. Nice. Um, and here's what's funny is like a couple days later, I don't want to skip too far ahead, but we were at the pool and Amanda was there. She's like, this Amanda is Gina's friend. She's uh, actually she's a news anchor on what ABC Six. Yes, in uh, Providence, and um, you know, so she's Gina's age, which is like twenty eight, and she's like, so, like, what happens with Jason next? Like, is he okay? Like, does he come back? What happens with Corey Feldman? Like, does he become Jason? And I was like, this is hilarious that she's hooked into the story. Yeah. And then Nick came over that same day because we were in my parents' pool. Yep. And. Uh, I was like, oh, you watched Friday 13th Part 4. I said to his wife, Brittany, and she's like, oh, yeah, he's been talking about it all weekend. Wow. And I'm like, what? I'm like, if these people are hooked into the Friday the 13th series, this is great. But I thought that was hilarious that they actually like got kind of invested. Oh, that's fantastic. But yeah, we came back uh, Wednesday and then Thursday and Friday that week were July 1st and 2nd. Yes. Um, it was honestly a lot of work because I knew that I had to go to Jersey for a few days to help open Smodcastle, which is Kevin Smith's new venue in New Jersey, where he was doing nine shows opening weekend. And I'm, you know, I'm part of the crew at Smodcastle, or I'm going to be, or I am at this point in time, but at that time I was going to be, because it hadn't happened yet. Right. And uh, 
I was like, in, I was like trying to finish my new video projects like crazy. One of them was with Tuesdays with Stories, the podcast, Mark Norman and Joe List. Uh, we had to finish our newest documentary, which was Hot Gay Sets, Episode 5, Mark and Poughkeepsie. And Mark Norman, good friend, great guy, love this guy. Congratulations, Mark. Announced last week. Netflix half hour, baby. Woo! Recording on August 4th in New York City. But anyway, we had recorded a documentary in Poughkeepsie at one of his shows recently where he spilled the beans about it. Yeah. And Netflix was announcing it. So we want, we were going to release the documentary on the same day that they announced it. Right. So I, I was working on that like crazy. And while I was in New Jersey, my next Tell Him Steve Dave project was due. To come to be released, right? Which was uh, the comic book men look back show, tales from behind the fake counter, episode eight, and so I was like going crazy trying to edit these uh, two videos and get them done before I had to leave. So the next couple of days I worked on that, and uh, me and Gina were back and forth to Brad's house to take care of his cat Rosie. Yes, as Brad was in Indiana. Yes, and you had you left a little bit of a strange note on the fridge. Yes, I did. <laughs> where it was like, listen. If you're going to piss in my house, you better close the bathroom door because I can watch you piss and I will watch you piss. And I was like, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> it's phrased a little differently. <laughs> so weird. You know, like the phrase like uh, me thinks she does protest too much. Like, that's what it felt like to me. All right. <laughs> I was like, why is he threatening to watch me pee in his house? I don't care. <laughs> I was shocked by it. All right. I couldn't believe how much you mentioned it in your here's how to feed the cat. Do not piss with the door open. <laughs> I was like, why is this mentioned in these instructions? <laughs> why are you looking around like that? Well, I, I, I think <laughs> because there's a camera and you can see like the bottom, yeah, the bottom half of the bathroom <laughs> like, door. Like, like one inch of the bathroom right. door. <laughs> You'd basically, if I did poop with the door open, if I kicked my legs a lot, you could basically see my toes I'll, here I'll, and there. I'll say, I'll say my initial setup for the camera had it, had it higher. And yeah. you could see more of the bathroom. Yeah. And then when I built a little shelf for it, I was like, oh, okay. But, you know, the, the thing was already printed, so <laughs> I didn't change it. Yeah. And, you know, the, the, what, I think it's worse if I then scribble it out and say, never mind, I can't see you pee. Go ahead and have the door open. No, you should just, just cross it out. Yep. Don't read this part. Yep. <laughs> it was just so funny. Yeah. I mean, your instructions were hilarious anyway. Thank you. They were like three pages long. Two pages. And it was like, please give my cat some wet food. Yes. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, she likes to be held like you're burping a baby, not like you're rocking a baby. That's important. Right. Uh, how many treats to give her? How many was it? Three per time. I like to make her stand up for them. Yeah. Um, she was very friendly to me. Yeah, and then it was like, should uh, should we prank you? And I just said no. Mm -hmm. That was that was more for you than anything. Mm, I didn't read that. Uh oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, it's it's. I, I was I was super concerned about being away from my cat. Yeah, like she, I, yeah. She seemed pretty jolly and very friendly. It's weird because you know I I have the cameras. <clears throat> I have three cameras in the house, and I can see like the living room and the front door. I can see most of the kitchen and the bottom part of the bathroom door. And I have one in the, the spare room where she likes to sit and look out the window. I don't have any in my, my bedroom. And I did not see her for most, many of the times I looked on the camera, I didn't see her. So I didn't know if she was in my bedroom sleeping or I realized this later, she may have been on top of the, the, the cupboards and cabinets in my kitchen. Oh, yeah. Uh, hanging like out up there. Spy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a little camera of her own, yeah. Because I wasn't there to tell her no. I don't know, uh, but yeah, it uh, it was it was tough. Yeah, 
I hear you. Um, yeah, I went home on that Thursday. You and I had, had eaten lunch before I left. Yep. And, you know, flew home. No real problems with the flight. Um, nice and uh, nice and quiet. I, I, I had checked luggage, which I don't normally do, <clears throat> because I wanted to bring back frozen pizza from my favorite pizza place. Mm. Um so yeah, we uh, we got back, met my my dad and uh, my niece and nephew at baggage claim. We drove back. We stopped at a Freddy's Steak Burgers on the way back, mm-hmm. uh, which Chuck and I and Gina ate at when we went to Virginia for our friend Katie's wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. Good. I uh, got home. You know, talked to my my mom and sister for a while. Friday morning, my uh, my niece is running cross country in high school, mm-hmm. so she's like training all summer. Yeah, and uh, my nephew just likes to run. Yeah. So they're like, all right, we're going to the park to run two miles. Wear your your shirt for the race that we all, the virtual race that we all did. And all four of us will wear the same shirt and we'll run two miles. And I'm like, what's that? They're like, we'll see you at eight and shut the door. I slept terribly. Really? Oh, yeah. The worst. I hear you. Uh, it's tough. And got up and, and went for a two mile run. And they're like, oh, we jog over there as our warm up. And I'm like, it's 0.4 miles over there. So really, I ran 2.4 miles because my actual run is about the speed of a jog. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it was fine. Um, then uh, we went to Portillo's for lunch. Portillo's uh, Italian beef sandwiches. Super busy. Confusing signs about whether we should be wearing a mask or not. Um what do you mean? You know, they were like, masks are required. And uh, I'm like, legally, I, they're not. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I just wore it. Who cares? I'm not going to be, I'm not going to make a scene over this. But, but like, you know, 20% of people were wearing masks in there, including right. me. Uh, then we stopped and bought fireworks. And now that I'm a pet owner, I'm kind of anti-firework, <clears throat> or at least anti-excessive fireworks because they freak pets out. Mm. And, uh, but I did not have a say in the matter. So we stopped, we bought fireworks, um, got home. My dad has, uh, his newest yard game. You know, he, he had built a, a cornhole baseball game, uh, cornhole basketball, cornhole ski ball was last year's thing. And this year it was cornhole Yahtzee. Mm-hmm. So it has six holes, uh, going diagonal, one, two, three, four, five, six. You throw eight bags, you take the best five. And you then play a game of Yahtzee. Uh, that's that's how you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just over and over and over again. And uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, not you know, not, I I think the layout of the the holes could be different, but uh, it was it was definitely fun. And like the kids can play it. My mom is is not super mobile, and she can play it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was good. Played some of my dad's bizarre frisbee game. Yep. And uh, that was fun. Because we had the one mile fun run on Saturday night, this is all Friday night. The kids are like, we have to eat pasta the day before a run to for carbs for long term energy. I'm like, you ran two miles this morning. Yeah. You only have to run one mile tomorrow. They're like, nope, we need to have pasta. So we picked them up pasta. My sister and I got pizza. Nice. Um, my mom baked me a birthday cake. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went over to visit my buddy Slammer. Uh, Jason Slamkowski. Yeah, I like to call him Slimer. Yeah, you do. We played some NHL 2002 on the PlayStation 2. We've almost finished the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's his fifth season. So he's had the game for like 20 years. He's played five seasons of hockey. And now he only plays it like when I'm there. We play two games. And that's that's kinda, hilarious. Yeah. Um, Saturday morning, blah, blah, blah. Picked up Texas Roadhouse for the kids, Culver's for the adults. Uh, 
I put HBO Max on my dad's smart TV. So we like me and, and my nephew watched like the new Tom and Jerry and some new Looney Tunes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then we went for the uh, All-American One Mile Fun Run through the Highland Parks and Recreation Department. Got there registered. Uh, I think it was my first cousin was like working the registration table. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever met her. Yep. Uh, and to the point where like we walked away and my sister's like, I think that was so-and-so. And I'm like, so I went back and asked and there were two girls with glasses and I asked the wrong one. And she's like, I'm her. And I'm like, oh, I'd like, I think I'm related to you. Like, are you, are you my cousin Brian's daughter? And she's like, yes. Yeah, and I'm like, like oh. cousin Brian's daughter. Yeah. And, uh, but I never said who I was. So she was asking her mom later. She's like, um, somebody came, he said he was Brian's cousin and they were trying to figure out who I was. So right. sorry about that. Um, but then, you know, we like, we went to the starting line and the kids who are in shape and want to run fast are like, they want to be at the front, but the, all these other like professional racers are like, uh, oh, we have to be at the front. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, who could just stay here? Like, uh, you know, let an old man elbow you in the face and then make a, make a scene. I'm like, I'm going to the back because I'm not fast. <laughs> yep. Went to the back, uh, got my headphones ready. I'm, I'm all psyched. They did a thing. I got my, my uh, run tracker on. I start my headphones. <clears throat> it plays one song and then stops. I don't know if it can't pick up the signal to like play the next song on my little running playlist. Yeah. But I'm like just running with earbuds on and no sound. And so I'm like trying to use my phone. I'm like, let me go on YouTube and see if like I can connect through YouTube yeah, and yeah. listen to half of a, a, a Chase and North song. It was it was not uh, not a well planned out thing for me. Yeah, uh, I finished in under nine minutes, which was really nice. Nine minutes? Why do you need the music? Because I like to listen to music when I run. Yeah, nine minutes. You're in a big group. That's fun. Yeah, that was gonna be like three hours. No, yeah. float. It's a one. It's a one mile <laughs> fun run, Chuck. <laughs> It'd take me three hours. <laughs> uh, I run like I float. <laughs> yes. Why is he's in the middle of a street? Why is he? Um, that was good. And uh, you know that my my nephew won his age group. Nice. Uh, which was good. We uh, we went to buy food afterwards. You know, it's all these different fair things, and I'm like, you know what? I want a, a nice pork kebab, uh, just pork on a stick. And I got it, and it's super hot, and it's dripping all over my hand and my Gatorade. Yeah. And uh, I can't find like where my mom and my niece are sitting. Yeah. I'm like looking for them, and next thing I know, the kebab stick breaks, and the pork falls on the ground. Uh. And it's not like it's not like I snatch it up immediately. Like this is like park grass that people have been yeah, walking through course. all day. Yeah, yeah. You can't it's, pick up pork from a grass. Oh, I was, there was one old man who was like, just brush it off. And I'm like, I will <laughs> no, not, sir. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I threw it away and sheepishly walked back. I'm like, I can't get another pork kebab. So I went to a different place, bought a pork chop, ate that. God, Meanwhile, like like other, uh, 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 another like, you know, my mom's aged couple yeah. has sat down at our picnic table just to eat. And my mom is just chattering away with them. And yeah. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like, just let them be, mom. Come on. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. And it was, it was fine. Uh, we, we Good. got back. We're in the car. We went to, uh, another place to pick up pizza to eat the next day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my sister was looking at the results from the race on her phone. She's like, Bradley, I think you got second in your age group. And wow. I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, yeah. Like, you, this is you. There's only one guy ahead of you. He was like two and a half minutes ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's like, but yeah, I think you won a prize. They probably announced your name and and we just didn't hear it. And I'm like, oh, 
I won a prize? Yeah. So I went home and I sent an email that I'm like, hey, I'm not sure what I got. I don't know if it's a trophy, a plaque, a laurel wreath. Will there be a parade? Yeah. Um, you know, over the top. Yep. A pair of plastic sunglasses. <laughs> That's good. It's great. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was fun. And you know, that night we just went home and, and kind of hung out. Good. And, uh, then Sunday morning, uh, the kids like watched church online with my sister. And then we went down to my brother's in-laws house mm-hmm. and uh, smaller gathering than normal, but like hung out with, with my brother's kids, uh, and, you know, they're, I think, eight and 10 and, you know, pretty rambunctious little dudes. Yeah. So uh, we ran around for a while. We ate a bunch, uh, waited half an hour, went swimming, played games. <laughs> waited half an hour. Waited 31 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, played games in the basement, foosball and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, eventually headed home, ate our leftover pizza from the night before. Mm-hmm. I was exhausted, by the way. Throwing those kids around in the pool yeah. is, uh, you know, I realize it's it's an uncle's job, but it is a tiring job. Yep. Uh, went home and did fireworks. You know, the, the kids like to chase the parachutes or whatever. And uh, we cleaned up. It, it's weird. I, you know, like we blew up the fireworks and then my dad got a push broom and like we cleaned up the street which is only notable because our neighbors also cleaned up after themselves. I think the whole thing is no- notable. I have never heard of anyone clean up after their own fireworks. Oh my goodness. No, it'd be all over the street. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I would expect. Oh no. I think of the people that would set off fireworks as being like those type of people. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and there are some. Yeah. I'm sure uh, there are. And this is the, the first, like my, it's weird because I don't know that we did it as vigorously when it was like at my aunt and uncle's house. Yeah. Uh, when we were kids, but my dad's like, I don't want these papers blowing in my lawn, <laughs> my, my prize winning lawn, yeah, yeah, sweep yeah. it up. Yeah. Um, so we did. And, and the fireworks ended way earlier than they did last year, which I appreciated like, yeah. you know, 1130 instead of 130. Mm-hmm. Um, next morning, put up the canopy on the back deck, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, went to Shoop's Hamburgers. And uh, noted podcast personality, classy Chad Kafka, met me there with his kids. He was uh, in the middle of a road trip. He was driving from Fort Knox, Kentucky, back to his home in Wisconsin. Wow. And stopped in, and they had uh, had burgers with us and sat and talked. The first time I've seen him in, I think, seven years. That's crazy. It's insane. Wow, was it just a coincidence you saw Chad, your buddy? Yeah. Chad Chad is Brad's longtime buddy. Yeah, but he hasn't seen him in a long time. Yeah, no, it's... um, yeah, it just happened to be, you know, he lives up in Wisconsin. And whenever I'm home, I feel guilty if I'm like, hey, I'm going to drive for three and a half hours in, in my parents' car, go stay with a friend, stay overnight, and then I'll be home sometime tomorrow. I feel like when I'm home, I'm home for such a short amount of time. I want to yeah. hang out with my folks. So that's why I haven't gotten to see him as much. <clears throat> uh, but it was cool to see him. Uh, we went home. We had a fucking water balloon fight. The kids against me. Mm-hmm. They destroyed me. There's no winners in a water balloon fight. But I was definitely a loser in this water <laughs> balloon fight. Um, real quick. Um, so my dad loves like the LED, like a Yahtzee game or deal or no deal. Yeah. Or Battleship, these little electronic games. Yeah. Handheld games. Yeah. <clears throat> I had a Darkwing Duck Tiger one when I was a child. Similar to that, except not Darkwing Duck. Right. It's m- mainly, mainly like the Yahtzee one. He has one in the upstairs bathroom. He has one in the downstairs bathroom. He has one in the car. He has yeah. one next to his easy chair, whatever. Yeah. 
And I'm like, oh, this is cute. And the one in the car, I noticed Chuck has a label maker. Mm-hmm. And Chuck has has professionally labeled a lot of the things, a lot of a <laughs> lot of his equipment. Yeah. Um. You know, these certain jacks. These are HDMI right. connectors. These are whatever. Right. For work, and then you know, tonics and elixirs is one of your <laughs> yeah, yeah bags in the car. My dad has labeled these Yahtzees, mm-hmm. which okay, that's fine. And he has it labeled Roar Y Seven. So Roar being our last name, <clears throat> Seven being it's the seventh instance of this Yahtzee game. And the Y to indicate it's a Yahtzee game, but it's on the Yahtzee game. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, I'm, I'm like, oh, do I point this out to him? And I'm like, no. Like, that's hilarious. I'm like, I'm just going to laugh. I'm like, I can't wait to tell Chuck about this with his tonics and elixirs. Yeah. Roar Y7. Yeah. Um, now, in the podcast before I went home, we talked about uh, me or uh, like being in a fight with a food service worker. Yeah. Right. Now, I went to my favorite pizza place, the pizza place I worked at for three years when I was in high school, Aurelio's Pizza yes. in uh, Sherville, Indiana. Why don't you do me a favor, just real quick, just make sure your microphone plugged, is plugged in. I'm hearing like the tiniest bit of a static thing, but I don't know what it is. All, all right. right. I'm so plugged in. It's all right. Yeah. So we're at Aurelio's Pizza. Yeah. And uh, we're seated. Oh, no. Sorry. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. This uh, Saturday afternoon, I call and I say, hey, I'd like some uncooked. I'd like to order some uncooked pizzas. Yes. To, to make for Monday. We'll pick them up on Monday. And she said, just call back on Monday. I said, are you sure? You know, I used to work in the kitchen. I know what it's like. I just want to have these. I want to get these in your brain. And she said, nope. Yeah. It's much easier if you call in on Monday. Right. And I'm like, that's actually not true, but okay. Right. I said, I just want to make sure you guys are rolling out enough dough, whatever. Right. She says, nope, Monday. So Monday at 4.15, I call Aurelio's and I say, I'd like to order eight uncooked pizzas. I'm, you know, I'm really sorry. I tra- I'm traveling to Rhode Island with these. There's no good pizza out there. I want my friends to try it, et cetera. Yep. <clears throat> and, uh, and they, the woman on the phone's like, that's no problem. My mom is in Kansas. She'll get a bunch of pizzas before she travels back home. I get it. I understand it. And I said, that's great. Mm-hmm. She said, but it will take about two hours. I said, that's perfect. We're going to be in around 6 p.m. for dinner. We'll just pick them up when we're done. Mm-hmm. So we go in right around 6 p.m. We order our pizza. We eat our pizza. We hang out. And uh, it's probably at 7.15. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I'll go to uh, like, basically I'll grab the pizzas on the way out the door. Cause mm-hmm. it's been three hours at this point since I called and ordered them. Yeah. Clearly they're done. Yeah. So, you know, we're waiting for the waitress to bring back our check or whatever. My dad's like, I got to stretch my legs. I'm going to go see if your pizzas are done. I'm like, that's fine. Yep. He goes up there, not done. He says, it'll be about another 15 to 20 minutes. I'm like, that's how long it takes to make them. <laughs> so I ordered these two hours ago. So we're sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah. 30 minutes have gone by. The waitress comes back. She says, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I didn't know you guys had those pizzas. They're just wrapping them now. And I'm like, okay. uh, They're okay. Yeah. Now there are other Aurelio's locations, but at this point, yeah, we're, we're in for a penny. We're in for a pound. Yeah, sure. So I wait another 10 minutes, which is way longer than it would take to wrap eight uncooked pizzas. Mm-hmm. I go up there and I can see three of them are wrapped and five of them are not even made. I can see the, 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 the par baked crusts, yeah. but they haven't put sauce or anything on them. And I'm like, Oh, I'm so mad right now. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and the waitress sees me and uh, she's like, I'm so sorry. They're just wrapping them now. And I don't want to get into it. And I'm like, okay, it's, it's pretty frustrating. Oh, uh, and I uh, went and I sat back down 15 minutes later, the manager comes out very sheepishly yeah. He's like, here you go, here are your pizzas. And it's four boxes, two pizzas in each box. Yeah. And I'm like, 
that's it. Like there's no, I took one off the bill for you. There's yep. no, here's a credit for yep. a future visit. <clears throat> and I'm like, I'm really angry. But I also like, I have, I've counseled my dad against being angry at food service workers in the past. Yeah. Mainly McDonald's. Yeah. But I'm like, and I can't say what I want to say right now. Sure. Because I also like, I can tell this guy feels bad. Yeah. Right. But it also like was way more, but, the, and, and there isn't a recourse. And yeah, I, I also, I'm not going to boycott this in the future. Yeah, I know. It's tough. So I'm like, what do I do? I know. And you just kind of have <clears> to swallow it. I just swallowed it. We, we took our eight pizzas home. We put them in the freezer. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was, I was, I was pretty frustrated. I sent them an email oh boy. Uh, when I got back and they're like, we'll respond in 72 hours to every email. Well, <laughs> like Jacob's email to us, it must've gone to their spam filter because they have yet to respond. It's been seven days. Oh boy. So, and you know, I was, I basically, I was like, uh, you know, I still love Aurelio's. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just. It bothers me that something I love this much could hurt me this much. Yeah, I know. Or could disappoint me this much. I know. Uh, I was also surprised there wasn't an offer of a coupon or anything for a future visit. Fine. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I was like, oh man, what would Chuck do in this situation? And I'm like, I can't do that. I, w- I mean, I would be like, no, sorry, or anything like that. I would ask him. Yeah. I got in trouble last time I did that too. Gina was really mad at me. Yeah. When the guy brought me all my food at the restaurant, like way after he brought everybody else's. Right. And I was like, he was like, oh, this came out of a different window. And I was like, oh, you're not even going to apologize. Oh, it became a big deal. Oh, okay. We fought about it this weekend in New Hampshire. Nice. Yeah. Good. Oh yeah. Always good to bring up other fights. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, so, so we, we got it and, uh, uh, I was, I was, I was frustrated. Went oh, home. Yeah. Uh, the kids, when they were really little, uh, the, the hospital in, in Dyer has like a walking trail behind it, like a one mile trail mm-hmm. and, uh, it abuts a nature preserve. So sometimes deer would like come through and, and mm-hmm. be by the trail and the kids would say like, can we drive back there and look for deer? Yeah. And just oh, as a way to like, kill yeah. so we, we, we call it deer hunting. Yep. So we went on a deer hunt and there was a deer like next to the road. Yeah. And so my sister's like frantically trying to get pictures. And then another one like crosses the road in front of us and eats like the landscaped flowers and looks yeah. at us. And he's got flowers coming out of his mouth. Yeah. That's yeah. adorable. Yeah, of course. Uh, so I'm like, well, I mean, I guess the positive in, in waiting an extra 45 minutes for these pizzas is that we got this moment together. This Sure. And it's a story of like, remember when Uncle Brad had to wait an extra 45 minutes for his pizza? What an asshole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing yes. at you. <laughs> I'm, I'll I'm, kill you. I'm gonna float away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we went to Rise and Roll for some donuts. Nice. It's, a, it's an Amish bakery chain. Nice. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. Good. Um, went and got my sunglasses uh, from the Highland Parks Department. Mm-hmm. Went bowling at Stardust Bowl in Dyer. It was fun. Played nice. some cornhole ski ball because that was one we could play in the shade. It was like 95 that day, mm-hmm. and. Uh, then uh, drove me, <clears throat> they drove me back to the airport. TSA is back to pre-pandemic levels of surliness. <laughs> That's a funny note. Yeah, they were, uh, they were something else. Yeah. Uh, I had, I don't know, I don't want to call it a minor panic attack, but I had a panic attack in the airport yeah. where I was like in the, <clears throat> in a stall in the bathroom and I was like, my chest is tight. Uh, I don't, like, I'm just scared. Just, just, I have the fight or flight response. For no reason, right? No, no reason. No, no yeah. inciting incident. No, no catalyst, nothing going on. But I'm like, you know, again, what can I do? 
Yeah, I know. I'm like, I can walk to my gate and get on my plane. That is all I have control over right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is what I did. Yeah. I got home, hugged the cat. She was delighted to see me. Yep. She was like, she and you know, she was like, hey, like, don't have the camera on me in the litter box. I'm like, you <laughs> shut up. Uh, that's funny but it was it was it was good it was good to see the family the kids are you know getting older yeah um and you know it's it, it's tough to only see them like four or five days a year don't you just go on christmas they are out in arizona oh you have go to a different place i go to my parents house but the kids aren't there right, those, right, those right. kids aren't there we go to my brother's house and i see basically i see my brother's kids twice a year and i see my sister's kids once a year but for a longer period of time right i see i see i see <clears throat> yeah 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 I hear you. So not everyone's together. Right. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, we did it. We did a family picture on the 4th. And again, like now the kids are old enough to understand we need to stand here and look pretty for two minutes and then we can go run around and do whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they were littler, it was much harder to corral them. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't gotten to see my brother's kids in a year and a half. Wow, that's crazy. So well, the pandemic is yeah. yeah, part of us too. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, yeah. that's good. I'm glad. Yeah, no, it was it was a really nice trip. Um you know, I'm glad the cat was okay, which of course, of course she is. So I forgot, this is, this is what I forgot that was mixed in with your cat. Yes. You're a hero. I'm not a hero. No. Jean is a hero. Jean, my girlfriend, Jean is a hero. Recently, like it's, it's, I will say, and I, I, I openly admit, I feel very conflicted about these feelings since getting a dog. I'm so sensitive to dogs and animals. It's like too much. It's too, it's, uh, yeah. I gotta tell you like the amount of, of how upset I can get from seeing a picture on Reddit, it's it's 100% uncomfortable to have that yep. uh, as an aspect of my personality now. But I care about animals too much. So we saw that there was a missing dog in, in Warren, our town, recently, and we went to go help look for it. It was pouring out. And I was like, we're not going to find it. The dog is an animal, so it's going to like, you know, look see, for shelter, shelter yeah. and we're not going to see it. And so we looked for like an hour that night <clears throat> and we didn't I find like the it. idea that you see an umbrella moving like close to the ground. Yes. Right. <laughs> no. And we, 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 but the next day the dog was found in the morning. Great. It yep. was, it seemed like it was lost for less than, not even less than 24 hours, less than like 18 hours. Right. But after that, while you were gone, another dog went missing. Yes. And when we went to go feed your cat on one of the nights, uh, Gina's like, let's go look for that dog at the, around this, this, this street that they say it's lost from. We're driving around, we're driving around. It's all cemeteries where this dog was. So we're driving right. through the cemeteries, looking around. We drove around for probably an hour and 20 minutes. And there was another car that was going slow in that area. And I was, I was like, oh, I bet those are the people that lost the dog. Right. And eventually we pulled up next to them. I'm like, Hey, we're looking for the dog too. And they're like, and one woman in the back was like, Oh, it's my baby. I'm looking for her. Oh. She's like, I've only had her for two months. We live in Swansea. We're visiting here. So she has no idea where she is. Oh no. So it's like, Oh, so we were looking around. No dice. It was again, it was at night and right. raining. Yep. <clears throat> Next day, I'm working, working on Tales from Behind the Fake Counter. Uh, Gina calls me. She's like, You're not going to believe this. I'm like, What? She's like, I went to the gym and I stopped in the cemetery on the way back. I found the dog. And she's like, She sent me a picture and it's the dog from the lost dog, yeah. you know, dog Facebook post. And it's like in the forest, like probably like 15 feet away from her. Yeah. She's like, I was just driving through the cemetery and kind of looking at where we looked last night. And I saw the dog in the forest. So I pulled over and I'm near it. She goes, I don't want to approach it. Like, because I don't want you, it to you run don't, away. Yeah, you don't want to, yeah. She's like, I'm like, so did you get through to the people? And she's like, yeah, I left, I left a comment on the Facebook thread with my, my number and they're calling me. And then she was like, oh, they're calling me right now. Hold on. Let me get off the phone. And so she got off the phone and she found the dog and reunited it with her family. Oh, it's amazing. I know. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. 
Did she, did she like stay there and wait for the people to show up? And Yeah, she was there. She saw the dog get reunited with oh. the owner. And the dog was excited yep. and jumped up and smashed the owner's face and she started bleeding everywhere. Uh, worth it. <laughs> Isn't that a weird part of the story? <laughs> it's an amazing <laughs> part of the story. But uh, yeah, she helped find the dog and I thought that was pretty good. That's great. Way to go, Gina. Yeah, I know. Way to go, Gina. She's really trying to get in the Chuck and Brad Podcast Hall of Fame. Oh, I don't know. She might be the third in entry. <laughs> <laughs> First two are me and Brad if you were at our live 400th episode. Um, but that was good. July 3rd. I went to a new restaurant called Hunky Dory in Warren. Yes. You would really like it a lot. I, I, I'm psyched to try it. I, gonna, th- I, I was thinking about it uh, when I walked to your house on Monday do, night. Do you like white barbecue sauce? Uh, sometimes. I think you'll like the wings and you'll like the burger is so good. Yeah. Uh, you're going to like it a lot. It's great. It's very Southern inspired. We had a great time. We, we were writing an article, Gina and I. I'm writing it. Gina's doing the photography. Just handed it in for the Bay Magazine about Hunky Dory and Warren. And it was great. The fourth, this, you know, I'm not going to get too into this, but I felt really weird this year around the fourth because, so the fourth of July around here near in Warren and Bristol, where we live, it's like a big deal. Like Bristol is the oldest fourth of July celebration in the country or something like that. So tons of people flood in. When I was in high school, it was like a huge deal. It was like, you got to get to Bristol hours early. It's hard to get out. Um... And we always just had like a ton of friends like doing stuff around the 4th. And it was such a big deal. And this year, you know, part of it is everyone getting older. Part of it is uh, the post-pandemic. I think people are still tiptoeing back into normalcy. Like I talked to everybody on like the first, third, second, third. And I was like, hey, what are we doing for the 4th to everybody? And just no one. No one was doing anything. No one. Well, no one cared. Like no one. I was like, what are we doing? And people would just. You know, some of my friends would just like Christian, my cousin, yep. was just like, no, I'm not around all weekend. Like he's doing stuff with other people yeah. and this person's doing this and this person's not interested in doing anything. And I'm like, just, you know, do people want to come over to a pool party at my parents' house? Yeah. My parents have this awesome pool setup. And people are just like, nah. Amanda's yeah. like, is there a Friday the 13th that takes place on the 4th of July? <laughs> You're like, how, is, how could that? Yeah, yeah. But I really felt terrible. I really yeah. felt so lonely and so like geez, like what happened to my life? Mm-hmm. Like I, like, like where, where are my friends? Who are my friends? Mm-hmm. I felt so, uh, yeah, it's hard to explain. I just felt like, like no one gave a fuck. Right. And I felt like no one, I don't know. I felt, I felt really, really terrible about myself. I, I was, yep. I had such a, I was so sad during the weekend. Um, and what ended up happening was on the fourth, we drove into Bristol Gina's brother, Nick, lives like on the fire, on the, like right off the parade route. Right. So we parked there. Gina made some reservations. So me, Gina and Jordan went down to, uh, to, uh, a restaurant that's right on the, where the fireworks are. Okay. Um, what the fuck's it called? Can't, damn it. I feel bad. Um, uh, but it was good. But I will say this is where, uh, another part of the story starts for me this week. Oh boy. And I, so I went down there, we went to a restaurant, man, I forget what it's called. I can't believe it. Cafe eighties. No, it's, it's on the, it's, it's downtown Bristol. It, I think it used to be where Red Lifson's is. That doesn't help me. It's, it's a restaurant. They serve like some seafood. It's not rivers and roads, which is another new one over there. Oh, wow. I can't believe I can't remember the name of this right now. That's terrible. But anyway, went there. Um, food was good. Really good fish and chips. Really good Reuben. Right. Me and Jordan split fish and chips and Reuben. And I felt this like kind of like heavy pain, like heaviness and a small pain in my stomach. But I was like, whatever, I'm fine. You know, not a big deal. Right. Ate at the restaurant, walked over to where the fireworks are. There's a big fireworks celebration. 
sat down, watched the fireworks. Um, and they were, they were fine. Just like they always are, you know, town fireworks walked back up to, uh, we we were like, we, you know, after the fireworks were done, we knew some people at the carnival walked over to the carnival, man, I gotta say like, for some reason at night, carnivals are creeping me out. The carnivals creep you out at night. I haven't been to a night carnival since you and I tried to win an NES oh, yeah. uh, oh, classic. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Uh, the one in, in Providence. I don't know. Everyone was creeping me out. Okay. I'm not going to I'm not gonna say any names, but man, some people were really just... Oh, man. I really shouldn't say anything about this Jordan, part of it. Get it. No, okay. it's not Jordan. Okay. It's girls that I'm like, oh, what a fall from grace from what you used to be. Yeah, don't but, mention uh, that. <laughs> but, uh, not that not, but that's not really what I'm talking about. Everyone else, the people that I don't know, like the people I do know are one story. The people I don't know, it just seems like everyone there was ready to pull you behind a ride and stab you and take your money. I don't know why it felt like that. Is there an IC- It was creepy. What's what's the IC? Does ICP have a record called Dark Carnival or something Dark like Carnival that? Dark Carnival is like a or- concept, yeah, behind ICP. And okay. each one of their records represented like an act at the Dark okay. Carnival, like the Jekyll Brothers. And- right, right. Do you think that maybe you had been listening to ICP that day? Well, so I was listening to ICP. Seemed, seemed darker than normal? Well, here's the thing. I've been sleeping listening to ICP. Ah. I listen to it and it affects my dreams yeah. heavily. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or do you think it's the level in Left 4 Dead or Left 4 Dead 2? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, where, maybe. Where you have to go. Maybe that's yeah. what it was. I don't know. Everyone was scaring me. It was making me uncomfortable. Like I look, I I made a story on my Facebook that said these ri- and I filmed the ride and it said these rides are held together with band aids and cum, and yep. I, I I really stand behind it. All right, uh, did one, you see the video that came out on Reddit this I weekend? I was going to mention that, but ah! it's one a, of those carnival rides. Yeah, and it it was like tipping over backwards and like everyone had to go stand on the base to try to, to like to, weigh to it hold down. it down to, until it stopped. It was nuts. Oh. Also, the carnival I was at, I was like, oh, that girl's super pretty. That's it. There, yeah, yeah, there, was, yeah. there was one pretty girl. Oh, there could be. There could yeah. be. There she could ran be, in the race. Ugh. See, there could be pretty girls there, but it's almost like you'd think they might even get into a different light and they're a wolf man. I don't okay. know why. It was really creeping no, me this, out. This, well, see, I was there at, at 5.30, 6.30 p.m. I don't know why. The ride, yeah. the, it was really creeping me out. I kind of wanted a doughboy. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, but, but you're like, oh, is the doughboy going to turn out to be a voodoo doll yes, of me? And every time doll, I, I yeah, bite out of the doughboy, I, I yeah. bite into it, it's a monkey paw. And it hurts, yeah. yeah. See, I don't know. It's just twisted. It's, it's, it's weird that I'm pulling it into these dark directions. If I, I, if I, if I get on the, the carousel, is it going to take me back in time? Is it going to de-age me? <laughs> yeah, right. I, yeah, it's going to de-age me. But everyone else, yeah, that's crazy. Yep. Maybe I'm de-aged, Gina's aged. Oh, no, oh, which direction 90, are you going? I'm 10. Oh, boy, gross. Yeah, this is. we're not going to do it like this. And uh, I don't know why I feel like that about the carnival. You never get scared about the dark carnival? I haven't been to a dark carnival. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be scared of this one. I haven't listened to ICP in a while. <laughs> it was it really scared me. Um, but anyway, I was creeped out by the carnival. We went home, you know, very uneventful fourth. Then on the fifth, we did have a bunch of people end up coming to my parents' house for like a big cookout. Nice. It was like, I don't even know. It was my parents, my grandparents, uh, you know, me and Gina... Nick and Brittany, Gina's brother and his wife. Uh, Amanda came. I think Michaela came. Yeah, Michaela came. Uh, a bunch of people came, and we it was it was definitely fun. It was definitely a fun day. Um, and by the way, I didn't realize my mom when she has big cookouts like that, mm-hmm. she makes her own hamburgers. Yeah, and their hamburgers were so good. And I was like, oh, these are so good. And she's like, she's like, yeah, my secret ingredient is I put butter. And I'm like, oh, and I just thought she added them to like Bubba Burgers or yeah. like a store bought. But man, it, they were so delicious. That's great. So good. Um, 
And uh, yeah, it was it was that was a fun day. But um, so oh yeah, so my pain in my stomach kind of was on the fourth, right? Just kind of nagging, not terrible. Next day, completely gone. Good, right? That's the fifth. So you're having some butter burgers. I get the Poughkeepsie video done for Good. Tuesdays with Stories. Nice. I think I got it done before that. Then I got the new comic book man, the, the new uh, Tell Him Steve Day video done. Awesome. Sent it over to Walt. He's like, no changes. Great job. You're a king. And he didn't say that, but he said, good job. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Now this is done. Yeah. So I'm, I'm finished with that. I'm like, this is great. I'm racing. As you know, whenever I have to go to Jersey for a film shoot, I have like a thousand batteries to charge. Yes. I check all my cameras. I double check all my cables. I make sure that everything's good to go because I don't want to get there to go to film and then something's fucked up. Right. I have, a, I have a checklist, literally, Brad knows, I have a checklist of literally like a hundred items that I check off and I check for my my tech stuff when I go do film projects down right. there. I'm getting ready, you know, um, and I have a lot of stuff to get done. And I ha- I know this is probably like, let's say I, I have to leave Thursday morning. Yes. And I it was like Tuesday. And Tuesday I woke up. <clears throat> this is, I think, the 6th of July, right? Does that sound right? Yes. I woke up. I felt fucking like flu-like. Oh boy. Terrible. I felt like I had a crazy fever. No fever. 98.1. Wow. But I felt like wicked tired. My eyes hurt. My muscles ached. My stomach hurt. Like it was like painful. I've heard about this. They call it the floating disease. You get it a week after you float. Yeah, right. And I I felt terrible. And I and I I think I finished the Tuesdays with Stories edit that day because I think I was like powering through um on Tuesday and I was like I was like, I have to go to a medical center before I go to New Jersey because right. I'm fucked up. I was scared about getting a COVID test. Yep. I was like, what if I get a COVID test and I get COVID, even though I had the vaccine? Very nervous. Very sick. I'm trying to like sleep it off. I'm trying to take naps, but I'm barely getting all my video work done and all my stuff done. So I'm still trying right. to get my stuff done. And I'm like, okay, I got to leave Thursday morning. I go to bed Tuesday night. I'm like, Wednesday. I got to meet up with Ray Harrington and borrow his camera. He's let me borrow his camera. I go, I have an allergy appointment to get uh, tablets to put under my tongue to help my dust allergy. Right. I'm like, I have to go to the supermarket to get some food for the way there, like jerky. I get water for the hotel room. I get a bunch of stuff. I'm like, I got to go do all these things. And I got to go to the medical center during the day and I have to, you know, try to um, feel better. Right. Wake up Wednesday. Yes. I feel fucking like dog shit wow. i feel like my stomach is hurting so much i don't know what's wrong with me again i'm checking my fever all, all throughout the night i'm like pacing i can't sleep that well uh, i keep and i wake up and i'm like i feel I, I definitely have a fever this time and i just kept checking my fever no fever no fever no fever at one point i did i woke up and i had wrapped myself in blankets in my sleep right and i was all hot and I woke up and I checked my temperature, 103.5. Whoa. Right? That was uh, the radio station, The Blaze, I listened Ooh, to back in Chicago. That was me as the sick man, The oh, Blaze. Wow. That's what they called me at the doctor's <laughs> office. <laughs> they were like, oh, it's, it's 103.5, The Blaze. And I was like, shut up, I'm sick. I'm tired, you piece of shit. They're like, oh, man, it was hair metal. Remember that? <laughs> Brad like, listened to it way after <laughs> hair metal was popular. So here's what happened. What would you do if you woke up and you had 103.5 temperature? Take aspirin. You're just so slowly and then my will. No, here's what I did. I was like, wait a minute. Do I really have that temperature or did I wrap myself up in a blanket? Also possible. So I went downstairs and for 10 minutes came back up 98.6. It was just because I wrapped myself in a blanket and fell asleep for hours. Right. So I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so fucked up. I don't know what to do. 
I'm still trying to pack all my equipment and stuff and get everything done. I go meet up with Ray. Ray's being a real bitch about when he wants to meet me for the camera. I mean, I appreciate the camera, but holy shit. He's like, I can't meet you at this time because I have a date to play video games with another adult male. And I was like, fuck you. I was so annoyed. Yep. I'm like, oh, is he putting his child to bed? No, he needs to play Spider-Man. And I'm like, oh my God. He's like, I have to meet right now. I don't care if you're dying from this. So I meet up with him. And he's blowing cigarette smoke in my face. I was just, I was so mad. I went to my allergy appointment. Right. They went to go give me my allergy test and my hands were shaking like crazy. Wow. And they're like <laughs> looking at me. You know, I like, I have like one eye drooping open. There's all red, red vines. What's it called? Bloodshot. Veins, vines, veins, veins, veins. If there are red vines coming out of your eye. I'm all I'm pale. I'm way too much licorice. I, I'm, I'm dripping sweat. My tongue is hanging out of my mouth. It's it's white. You know what I mean? My yeah. one of my eyes is all black. Yeah, I've I seen cartoons. <laughs> so, I know what you look and like. And they're like, and the thing is, they already I already had yelled. I already had pressured these nurses into letting me come in and do this test when the doctor wasn't there. Right? They're like he's not there, and I'm like, who cares? I'm like, get, get you know, fucking believe in yourself. You can do this test. <laughs> and so they're like, I guess come in to do this test. I, we had a big fight on the phone before this i go in my hands are shaking you know i told you all the other stuff and they put the thing on me and they're like listen we feel uncomfortable giving you a test your pulse is insane right now wow and i'm like what is happening to my life so i'm like i gotta go to this doctor <clears throat> i drive to the medical center in warren I, I rush in i did that thing where like you're driving into a parking lot and you just jump out of your car and your car just like you know explodes in the background yeah of course. I did that ran to the medical center i'm like something's wrong with me i gotta go to smod castle we're opening kevin smith podcast venue you know this is i gotta do this and they're like have a seat sir and they're like it's gonna be two hours and there was this old man in front of me and he was like you know some I know people, some people are real old and you're just like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And this guy was like, you know, he, he was uh, complaining about the times and I'm like, I'm so, I'm, and I felt by the way, the whole time, so fevery, but not, yeah. not with a fever. Right. I felt exhausted, exhausted. Yeah. I was like, if I'm, it's going to be two hours. Can I go sleep in my car? And they're like, yes. And I go, okay. So I go in my car. Then I'm like, I can't sleep in the car. It's too bright. It was, it was so hot out by the way. Yeah. It was so fucking hot. I'm like, I'm going to drive home. My house is like 12 minutes from the medical center. I'm like, I'll just grab a pillow on my sleep mask and come back. Right. If it's two hours, that leaves an hour and 48 minutes. Perfect. Go home. Well, hour and 36 minutes. Go home. Wait, I said 12. Oh, yeah. So I go home. I see my little dog, Swiss. And she's like, let's cuddle. Let's go to bed. And I was like, all right. So I set my alarm. <laughs> the fact minutes. that your dog is talking to you. <laughs> so I set my alarm. 25 minutes. Me and Swiss get in bed. I fall asleep. I wake it up. I press the snooze. We go to sleep. I press the snooze. We go to sleep. I press the snooze. Can I can I tell you this? I don't think I've pressed the snooze button in 20 years. Well, I build a snooze button. Is that the same? Okay. Let's say you have to wake up at 7. I set my alarm for 7. No, you don't. Absolutely. I set it for 6.50, 6.55, 7, 7.01, 7.03, 7.08. <laughs> <laughs> what? I know you do. I gotta get some sleep. So anyway... Me and Swiss were sleeping. We're sleeping. I'm like, all right. I'm like, oh, that was enough time. I'm like, it's almost, and it's only, it only had been an hour and 10 minutes. Right. And they call me, they're like, come in. And I was like, oh, I'm just in the parking lot. And so I'm like driving there, yep. like, you know, speeding. Um, and my grandmother was in the hospital. Yeah. Because she, her hip hurt and she was worried that she had heard it inadvertently because nothing happened. Right. And she heard it like a year ago. And they call me in like five minutes. They're like, uh, where are you? And I was like, oh, my grandmother's in the hospital. So I went up the street to see my grandfather. It was just a lie. Right. 
And because uh, he lived right around the corner. Right. So the part lie was true. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. It was a half truth. Yep. Except not at all. <laughs> well, well like, my grandmother's in the hospital. And my grandfather lives around the corner and right. I went to go visit him. That's a two thirds truth. Wow. All right. Then in that case, I support your lie. <laughs> That's interesting. It's only one third of a lie. <laughs> I never thought about this math before. <laughs> if I say enough things. <laughs> Eventually. It's like, it's like this is 90% true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brad hates tubing. My grandmother's in the hospital. Um, I go back in. They're like, you. They're like, what did you do? And I was like, I already gave you the lie. And they're like, well, now you're, you. And they're like, we'll still take you. It was after it was closed. Yeah. The medical center. They're like, we'll still take you, but now you got to go after the next person. And I was like, fuck my ass. I go in. And they're like, what? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. I go in. Then they probably put me in there. What's wrong? I'm like, oh, I got this pain in my stomach. I'm all fevery. My eyes hurt. My muscles fatigued. I can't. I can't live. You know. I get the yeah. beans. And they're like, veins. they're looking at me and they're poking at me. And finally the doctor comes in and he's like, oh, what's wrong? And I told him and he's like, what's up with those headphones? The, the, the headphones I wear all the time around yeah. my neck. I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah. He's like, he's like, what kind of those? And I'm like, they're, L, they're LG's HBS 800. And he's like, hold on here. And he goes and gets a clipboard. He's like, LG, HBS. <laughs> and I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then he goes, what I like is that they don't go in your ear. And I know that they actually do go in your ear. You have yeah. to extend them. And so I didn't say anything. Ah, good. Take he's that. He's going to buy them and then he's going to have to put them in his fucking ear. And so anyway, he's like, he's like, oh yeah. He's like, you know, you're pretty sick. He's like, get on your, you know, lay down. I was like, okay. And he starts feeling my stomach and I'm like, there's a right under my right ribs. Okay. It was all puffed out like a puffer fish. Oh no. Like I was like defending against the doctor. Yeah. Right under my right ribs. It was all puffed out. Actually, that, it still is kind of. That makes sense though. Yeah, it was, I guess. Had you eaten a puffer fish recently? A whole puffer fish? Yeah, just like the Simpsons. Yes. It's all puffed out. And I was like, right there, it hurts. And he's like poking it. And he's like, does this hurt? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, does this hurt? I'm like, no. And he's like poking it. And he's pulling all my muscles, my organs around. And he's like, he's like, really? He's like, I'm going to have to dig in there. And he's like getting in there. He's like, touch right. my liver, touching my everything. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, all the sounds one can imagine you making. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes, I do. <laughs> and he's like, uh, and I'm like, ah. Those are all. Goes, those are the goes, same. Goes, those goes, are the goes, same goes, sounds you make when you go to a pizza place goes, and they're like, ah, oh, we don't have your favorite slice of pizza. You're goes, like, ah. Oh, oh. He goes. He goes. Does it hurt when I press it? Does it hurt when it goes back to normal? And he presses it again. I go, ah. When it goes back to normal. And he's like, ah. Oh. He goes, I gotta tell you, I think it's your gallbladder. I think you gotta get your gallbladder out. Wow. And I go. I'm like, I have to go to the Smod Castle tomorrow. And he's like, Smod Castle? And I was like, it's a new venue that I'm helping open in New Jersey from director Kevin Smith. Clerks, Small Rats, Chasing Amy. He's like, Dogma, Jansen, Bob Beck, back. And I'm like, Tusk, yeah. Red State. And we kept going back and forth. Just, I won. You, you left out. I'll it was say, a figurative like bat thing. Yeah, you left out cop out and Jersey girl. <laughs> yeah, on purpose. Yes. But he was like, he's like, he's like, I think you got to get your, your uh, gallbladder out. And I was like, what's the percentage, doc? Give it to me straight. And he goes, 50-50. <laughs> like hey you and he's like he's like listen he's like we got to do an ultrasound on that gallbladder that's the that's the next step and i was he's like when can we do an ultrasound and they're like tomorrow 1 p.m he's like can you come back tomorrow 1 p.m i'm like no i'm supposed to be in new jersey and he's like and i'm like you know if i have to get my gallbladder out i can't go to new jersey nope but if it's not that then i do go to new jersey he goes so you want an answer now and i'm like i need an answer now and he's like uh call jg wentworth no he was like he was like, <laughs> he was like like, you got to go to the hospital. What's your favorite hospital? And I was like, Round Hospital? He's like, no, 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 no. You're going to go to Newport Hospital. It's way less of a zoo. And I was like, I don't know if I like that. And he's like, uh, they have an ultrasound machine. Okay. And it's going to be easier. And I go, 
okay. And he goes, so you might need your gallbladder out, but I'm not sure. Go there and right this second. Walk outside. My mom was texting me and she's right. like, where are you? Where are you? I'm like, I'm at the medical center. Walk outside. My mom's at the medical center. She's wow. like, because my grandfather's house is right around the corner. Remember yes. that part was true. I do. I do remember that she, part she was, was true. visiting him. See, this is almost all true. Except for me saying I was visiting. Yeah, yes. And so she's like, I'm like, I got to go get my gallbladder out. He told me to go home, get some books, get some change of clothes and get ready to live in the hospital. So I go home. I pack a bag to live in the hospital. Right. This is Wednesday night at like 630. Okay. And I'm like, am I going to this thing? Should I text Ernie, who is running this mod castle and tell him? I was like, no, I got to keep this from Ernie. Yeah, of course. I'm going to keep this out of the air. Should I tell Walt who I'm supposed to go film with? No, no, no. I can't tell anybody. Nope. Go to the hospital. My mom drives me there. I'm like, oh, my liver. I mean, my gallbladder. I go there. They're like, okay, what is it? They, first of all, I guarantee, I, I recommend the Newport Hospital in Rhode Island. Great hospital. Good. Very clean. Everyone's nice. Very cool. Go in. I tell them what they say. The guy at the, at the medical center was like, oh, they do uh, ultrasounds 24 7. Okay. I get there. They're like, yeah, if we rush, we can get you in the ultrasound before the ultrasound person goes home. Wow. I was like, dicks. They bring me into a fucking room. They put me in the room. They're like, all right, well, first of all, we got to get you hooked up with some IVs. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, this isn't that serious. But then I was like, you know, I'm trying to negotiate out of it. I'm like, well, what if it's not my gallbladder? They're like, well, we don't know what it is. We might have to give you an emergency something. And I'm like, can't you just give me the IV when it's time to give me the thing? Is it really that different? You're still going to peel open a thing and poke a thing into a thing. Just poke me that time. Right. right. Don't give me the IV. Yeah. And the person is like, nope, you got to get an IV right this second. I'm going to get the nurse. And then she walks out and then someone's like, does somebody need an ultrasound? And I like, I don't <laughs> <laughs> the wheelchair under the plank. And I'm like, step on it. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, they come back with an IV and you're not there. They're just That's looking. What happened? That happened. So they M- get me Mr. Staden? I'm like, I'm Mr. Like, Staden? So the person's like, step on it. <laughs> They're opening doors. Mr. Staden? They're taking me up to the I elevator. Got your IV. They're taking me up to the elevator. They're like, there. And I was like, whew, that was close. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so I go up the elevator. They take me in. And I'm like, oh my God, this is gonna, I'm gonna need my fucking gallbladder. And the doctor there was like, here, here's the deal. If you got gallstones, you probably have to get your gallbladder out eventually. Right. If you got a gallbladder infection, you probably have to get your gallbladder out eventually. If you have both, you have to have emergency surgery here tonight. Right. And I didn't really want the emergency surgery. Really? <laughs> so I was like, all of right. Of the options presented. <laughs> and so they basically were like, if it's one of the first two, you can hope that it gets better and go to New Jersey. Right. And the doctor even said to me at the medical center, he's like, if you go to New Jersey and it becomes unbearable, they've got hospitals. It's true. And I was like, okay. I don't know if I really would want to have emergency surgery in a state I don't live. Nope. Okay. So go up there. She's put, you know, she's doing all the ultrasounds. Puts the, the goo on you. Yeah. She's rubbing the goo. I guess a little background. I had a problem a few months ago. Remember this? Where all of a sudden in my body, the pain became like unbearable. Yes. And like every time I inhaled, it was like, I had to pull over. I thought I had to call an ambulance for myself. It was like fucked up. Like it was like second most pain I ever felt in my life. Went to the medical center and it just went away in the medical center. No explanation. They said maybe it was muscular. No way was this not the same thing. Right. In my head. And so um, I, for me, the gallbladder thing really added up. I'm like, I probably had a flare up that time. Yeah. Now this sucker's coming out. Go to the ultrasound. They're pushing my vein, my my organs around. They're like touching this and grabbing my liver and poking my intestines. 
She's taking all the x-rays. And I know about the whole Hippocratic Oath. Well, maybe it's not that. But they ha- they're not supposed to say, like, here's what we think it is. I'm Because they're not a doctor, right? The ultrasound technician? Yeah, they're not. Aren't they not supposed to diagnose you? Yeah, but I don't think that's the Hippocratic Oath. It's a Hippocratic Oath. And so anyway, um, I'm like, so how's the old gallbladder? She's like, everything looks fine. And she was, I was like, what is going on? So she's taking a million pictures and she's doing a million. She's like, I'm going to go really thorough so that we can make sure 100%. I said, right. okay. Send me back down. They're like, oh, there you are. And I was like, oh. And they're like, you got to get your IV. And I was like, I don't want an IV. I'm like, is there anything I can do to not get this IV? And they're like, oh, we have to give you an IV. And, I, and like, I don't really mind um, getting my blood drawn. Right. I got the COVID shot and I didn't mind that shot at all. Right. And so I tried to get myself into a place where I was like, I got over the blood drawn thing eventually. I got over shots with COVID. Maybe the IV will be okay. They're like, here's the person who's going to give you your IV. Old shaky hands, Jolene. Did I tell you? Th- I think I didn't tell you this you part. You didn't, but I, I see the after effects. <laughs> yeah, you can see it on my body, right? Yes. And by the way, this is way not as bad as it was. Yeah. The guy backs into the room with a cart and turns around. Now, listen. I don't want to come off as a bigot or as someone who does dislikes a group of people because of the way they look. Well, that's the first time. All right. And you, you tell me not if, wanted to come off as a bigot. I don't want to come off as a bigot. This podcast is not about any sort of bigotry. But tell me how you feel about this and be honest. Will you promise you'll be honest? I promise I'll be honest. I'm going to tell you how this guy looks when he turns around. Okay. A guy turns around to give me the IV. Googly eye. Left fucking insane Google eye going all over the room. What do you think about that? Uh, Am I an ableist? Are you an ableist? I, we might both be ableists. I, you know, it's, it's weird because it's like, I think a, a reaction is normal to, to anyone. Yep. Uh, but then your actions are really... No, but I don't want him giving me the IV. Yeah. He's, he's fucking doing the IV. I was talking to Ray Harrington on the phone, our old buddy. Yep. And I was like, he's like, Pfft. he's like, I don't care about that. He's like, I can't believe that. I can't believe you'd say that. You, you know, you care about this googly I got. Give you that's fucked up. Blah blah. He goes, yeah, I, I let him give me an IV. I go, oh, you let him give you an IV, huh? How about heart surgery? And he's like, I'm requesting a different person for heart surgery. And yeah. I was like, you're just as ableist as the rest of us. Anyway, I don't like the look of this guy. Not not in general. I mean, in terms of the person finding my vein and putting right. a ve- needle in it. It's weird because like. Would he have gone through the same training as everyone else? Yes. So theoretically, <sighs> theoretically. Yeah, but maybe IVs are not his strong suit because he can't see. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying anything about it. First of all, you can see this thing on my arm that he left. Yeah. Why would you put an IV there? Honestly, I got to tell you, if for it's, the people it's, who are listening. It's, it's like halfway up the I, wrist. So it's there's my the crook of my elbow and there's my wrist exactly halfway in yeah. the middle of my forearm. He took a needle and put it in, right? Yep. It hurt so bad. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? And, I, and he's like digging and poking, right? Yep. He starts doing it. And I'm, I'm holding my mom's hand in my right hand. I'm like, ah. And I was like, you bastard, you bastard. I my mom's like, shut up. You googly eye mother. <laughs> googly eye bastard. And he goes, yeah, 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 that's not going to work. Ugh. I couldn't believe when I heard him say that. I couldn't. I was like, I wanted to be like, you're not putting another IV in me. 
And it's weird. Do you do you feel like you have control over saying that in the hospital? I feel like I don't. No. But you do, right? Uh, you might. I, I, I don't know. They can't just do whatever they want because it, the doctor says. It's, it's weird because like... I haven't been in, like I've I've been in as few hospitals as I have dark carnivals. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, which is to say, not many. He's like, how about the other arm? And I was like, I'm gonna take your life. I'm gonna kill you. Gonna kill you. And he does the other arm. Not great. This is over a week old. Both of these are like a yeah. long time old. Yeah. These are both eight days old, and Brad can see them. I mean, this one's not as bad as it was. You saw it when it was. I did. Like, you sent a photo? Uh, were you shocked? Requested. Were yeah. you shocked? Yes. My arm was so fucked up. The bruise was so crazy. It was just... Ugh. Second one, it didn't hurt as much, but oh, it fucking hurt. Anyway, they put it in, and I'm shaking. I hate it. I can't yeah. stand it. Hurts. Doctor comes in. By the way, they give me these IVs. Then the doctor walks in. Right. And, I'm, and I kept saying, like, are these necessary? Why do you need this? And they took my blood. They took my pee. Yep. And I have a lifespan. I don't know if that's a... I don't know what that is. It's like a program or an app or whatever sure dude minutes after they take my blood i get the results of like 25 tests oh wow just in my text to my phone that's amazing i'm looking at all of them normal 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 this normal this normal everything normal 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 i get so many test results only thing that's weird white blood cell count hmm. high okay which means what that your body had to fight an infection in some way right they come in doctor comes in she's like i looked at everything you don't have a gallbladder problem. Your gallbladder is 100% fine. Awesome. All of your organs are fine. It's just some kind of stomach infection. And I was like, some kind of stomach infection? She's like, yeah, so it's probably just going to go away. I go, are you going to give me anything? She's like, no, we're not going to give you anything. Wow. And I'm like, the IVs? And she's like, mm. <laughs> and I was like, Ugh. So basically, I still felt kind of bad. Right. But they checked on my whole body, yeah, and there was nothing wrong, which is good. They're like, you need to get some rest and eat a plain diet. Yep, that's that's the way to to fix this right now. And at this point, it's like one in the morning on Thursday when I'm supposed to leave. Right, my car is not packed with my gear. Nope, I didn't pack a bag yet to go. I'm wicked far behind. I still have. By the way, I had a couple of fixes I had to do on on the comic book man video. Right. Didn't even do those yet. Yeah. But they say, get a full night's rest. Go home, sleep for eight hours, come back to my office. Well, first of all, at home, I'm washing clothes. I'm packing everything. I'm trying right. to make sure I remember everything. Come to my office, packing all my gear, throwing everything in. I'm, I'm just bringing everything extra. You have all those labels. You know which yachts, which game is Yahtzee. Yes. I'm, I'm throwing all my stuff in my car. I'm looking at the uh, at my editing thing. I'm making these edits as fast as I can. I'm hoping I'm exporting a video. It's all set. I get on the road. It's like two o'clock. And it says I'm gonna, it's going to take me until like 7.30 to get there. Right. We never set up a time for a tech rehearsal at Smodcastle. So I call Ernie. I'm like, listen, buddy, I'm sorry. I was in the ER. I know we never set up a time for a tech rehearsal. Can we do it at like 7.30 tonight? Right. He's like, you can get here at 7.30, but you're going to miss it. It's at 6.30. And we never set up a time. Right. Or, or maybe they didn't. They just, Ernie didn't tell me. And I was like, fuck. So I'm racing, 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 racing. The fuck, that day, that Thursday... There was like a hurricane coming through up the coast. Yeah, tropical storm Elsa. Yep. It was crazy. It was raining in sheets on me. Yep. I'm getting all these alerts on my phone and all these places. And it's like, do not leave your home. Do not get into a vehicle. Only get in a vehicle if you're uh, evacuating the town. Right. And I'm like, what is going on? It took me for, It took me probably, the longest it ever took me to get to Red Bank from my house was like seven hours. This right. was like six and a half. Ugh. So I got there at 630. They were still there for the tech rehearsal. 
um, you know, all weekend it was going to be me running video and Christian, uh, who works at shared universe, Ming Chen's podcast studio, who I like a lot. I love, I love Christian Ming's okay. Um, and Christian running sound. Right. And Ernie is kind of the main guy. And Kevin was going to be doing all the shows with different groupings of people. Right. I get there a little bit of a mix up. Josh Roush is there who is Kevin's personal videographer in LA. Right. And it's like, is he going to film? Is I, am I going to film? And there was kind of a little bit of a mix up. It was a little bit weird. We didn't, at first it's like, oh, Chuck, you're not going to film this weekend now. Right. And then I went back to my hotel. I was pretty bummed. I was like, you know, it was just texting Walt about it. I wasn't really, I was, I was not outwardly bummed, but I was like, am I not filming this weekend? I wake up. Josh is like, listen, like, um, we're going to get multiple angles. We want you to film, blah, blah, blah. So over the next couple of days, you know, Friday happens. Three shows. I think it was uh, Vegan Abattoir, which is Kevin and his daughter Harley. Um, what the fuck was the next show? I, I, I know it's in your Google calendar. I think it was probably Jane, Silent Bob, Get Old. Okay. With Jason Mewes. And then the final thing was the premiere of Holy Shit, which is a, a, a cartoon of a bunch of Smodcast animation. Nice. So, you know, like <clears throat> Kevin gets there and now now Kevin knows me and like we're kind of comfortable with each other after right. we filmed together in February. And uh, he was really nice. And he's like, Oh, that thing you made about the stash was so great. He's like, I can tell it was done from the heart and stuff. And we had a little talk. He was, he's Kevin's like super, super nice. Good. So we're all hanging out in the green room and we're getting ready. And Christian is like, I don't, do you know Christian at all? No. Oh, he's hilarious. He's such a great dude. He's so funny. He's very nervous. Right. And he's easy to like, he gets like, kind of like, he just gets nervous a little bit. Okay. Super funny. Great dude. Great uh, sense of humor. Just a great guy. I love this guy, Christian Cords. And Ernie's running it. And like, I I expect the weekend to be fine. And they've done so many events. But I think Ernie was like, we got to make sure this is great. And I was sure that Ernie was going to run a great show. But I guess he was like really concerned. Yeah. Um, and also Ernie's buddy Wayne was there, who's also another great guy kind of running the door. And they had sold all these tickets like way early. Some people were VIPs. And they're going to be there for all nine shows. Some right. people were coming on specific shows, whatever. Um, and Smodcastle, if I didn't explain it, is Kevin Smith's new venue that's kind of built for podcasting, com- uh, comedy, movie screenings, and it's in the building with Quick Stop from the from Clerks. Right. It's at the it's the last um, you know storefront in the building owned by Kevin and uh, and uh, Ernie and Raj who owns the building with the family of the Quick Stop people. You know the people that own right. Quick Stop, and uh, <clears throat> I think that's his name. And um, so it was kind of like, all right, Chuck and Josh are going to film this together. You're going to get it from this angle. We're going to get audience, this person, blah, 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 which was not the plan going in. The, right. the plan going in was like, Ernie was like, I really only want one angle. But I always thought we should get it from multiple angles because it's opening weekend. Kevin's right. going to be there the whole time. So we ended up doing that. And so the crew is kind of really the people that are there all weekend is Kevin, me, Christian, Josh, Ernie and Wayne. Okay. So... First show goes great. Everything's great. Real real sausage fest there, huh? Yeah. Well, that's the people running I, the I, shows. I'm teasing. Um, so Kevin Harley. And then like after every show, uh, the the fan, the people who bought tickets can take a picture with Kevin and whoever he's doing the podcast with. Right. So Vegan Abattoir, then Jane and Bob Get Old, then the screening. Everything went swimmingly. Everyone was in nice. high spirits all night. We Good. all had a great time. Very fun. Great working with everybody. Uh, night two. You know, and I'm and by the way, so I'm staying in an extended stay, which I've never stayed in. I usually right. stay in the Holiday Inn Express in West Long Branch because that place is like brand new. I love Holiday Inn Express. Me and Brad have had like knockdown dragout fights about we it. Have. And uh, 
I had to stay in the extended stay because everything was so, not only so expensive, but everything was booked up. Right. The extended stay was so shitty. Like, there was human shit on the toilet paper. You think it was human? It smelled so bad in there, like old bread. I moved the bed to plug in my phone to the wall. Right. It was like an inch of dust under the bed. There was no... uh, thing around the outlet like the plastic casing yeah. it was just broken it was a bare outlet oh. i was like this fucking suck i hated it the second i walked in i don't want to i don't want to you know how i don't like to be a bigot like uh, i mean unless as long as people's I eyes saw, are in the right places i saw some more of those googly eye oh. people okay not joking i walk in the hotel guy with his shirt off walking his dog in the hotel oh boy and i was like what the fuck is going on here so anyway, I'm staying there all weekend. Um, night two, go back to Smod Castle, and it's uh, plus one, which is Kevin and his wife, Jen. Right. Um, and then it was Fat Man Beyond, which is Kevin Skyping with Mark Bernardin yep. in LA, I think. And then the final thing was the premiere, a premiere of Clerk, the documentary about Kevin by Malcolm Ingram. Right. With Kevin doing a Q- Q&A afterwards. I got there at 5 and we left there at like 2.15 that night Ooh-wee. because everything kept going longer and longer. Yep. Again, though, great night, great crew, high spirits. All the crowd is really into it. You know, Ernie's great, Christian's great, Josh is great. And me and Josh are kind of beginning to like message a little bit. Right. And he says to me in a message... Listen, I'm going to get out of this fucking extended stay because we go back after that night at like two in the morning. Right. And he's like, I'm staying here too. And I was like, yeah. oh shit. He's like, I fucking hate it. The next day, he's like, I'm getting out of here. If I get a place with two beds, you can come stay with me. Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, I can't do that to you, buddy. You know, he was being really nice, yep. but I, I don't know him. I don't want to intrude. Yeah. And he's like, dude, it's no problem. So the third night, final night, you know, first show was uh, I Sell Comics with Kevin. So it's Mike and Ming doing like a, they were doing a trivia contest and Mike made the questions way too hard. It was nice. hilarious. Um, second was uh, uh, Clerks T.O.O. Okay. And it was other people that were in Clerks. So it was Kevin, Brian O'Halloran, and uh, Scott Schaffo, who was the Julie's Gum representative. Nice. And O'Halloran, obviously I'm friends with and we had fun talking and talk. I'm like, Mike, we got to do the Chuck and Brad, Bradley drawing Clerks. He's like, I'm definitely down. And so hopefully that happens soon. Um and the final thing was Highlands, which is about the towns. And right. it was Kevin, Ernie, Jay Muse, and Brian Johnson, who I right. obviously worked for. And it was it was a great night. That was my favorite night. <clears throat> I think it was the funniest. And in between where everyone's going to the quick stop and getting, you know, food and stuff right. like that. Um and of course, you know, the events were catered in the back and stuff like that. And they were bringing in these awesome wraps and pizzas and stuff. So that was good. But again, great night. We had this running joke because Will Wilkins is Kevin's audio guy in LA. I deal with him sometimes when I work for right. Kevin. And Christian had to call him. Right. Sorry. And he's like, hey. Uh, he was like, hey, Will, uh, can you send me? And all yeah. weekend, I was just doing an impression of him being like, hey, Will. We kept doing it all weekend. And he's like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. It was it was really funny. I, I side with Christian on this. Yes. But, I know what it's like to have someone make fun of your voice for no reason. <laughs> yeah. But we had a great time. And I felt bad because Christian's like, Hey, what are you doing this week? You want to go see Black Widow? And I was like, I can't. I'm going to see it with my buddy for his birthday when I get yeah. back when because we're going to go this weekend. Um, but he's a great dude. And so everything was going good. You know, that was the final night. I think the whole night, the whole weekend went really, really well. Nice. You know, Ernie wants to make some changes, just little things here and there. But I think everything was like A plus in terms of 
serving the people, putting on good shows, everyone working together. Everything was great. I think everyone was very happy with how it went. Nice. Um, and uh, Josh is like, I got a new room. Do you want to come stay with me? I got a second bed. And I was like, I can't do that to you. And he goes, what's your phone number? I told him. He called me. He's like, listen, I talked to Jordan, who is like heading the production that's there now that I guess, right. I don't know if it's a secret or it might be a secret, but there's a production there now that everyone's part of. And he's like, I talked to Jordan. She's the one that got me the room. I asked her, I'm like, is Chuck a good guy? She said, he's a great guy. I said, can you come stay with me in the room? And she said, yes. And I was like, all right, I'm going to come stay. I hope I don't intrude. Let me know what I can do not to intrude. And it's it was crazy because like, I don't really know Josh. Right. I really don't know him. So Sunday, check out of the extended stay. Uh, I went to go film with, tell him Steve David was a ton of us. It was like Walt, Brian, Quinn, Frank Five, Sunday Jeff, Get Him, Troy. It was all of us. Victor, wow. Tom, everybody together. Right. You know, and we went to a bowling alley, which I'm sure I can say because Ming posted pictures and Walt posted pictures of it. Um, and we filmed this bowling thing. I think it went really well. I think it was really funny. And then we went to Bellworks, which is like this weird, it's very hard to explain what it is, but it's like a business park where Ming has a, one of his studios, a shared universe. We filmed there. We filmed the big game show thing. Also, you know, Ming has posted pictures, which right. is why I think I can say it. Um, and uh, it was just a very, it was a great high energy, um, like day that was full of like camaraderie in yeah. terms of like performance and filming and putting together these projects. It was a lot of fun. Um, and then we all went to friendlies afterwards because oh, we all love friendlies. Yeah. And it was, it was just a great time. And then I was like, all right, I'm like, Josh, I'm coming, baby. I'm like, you know, I feel bad. I don't want to intrude, but I went over there We met up in the lobby and, uh, we just hung out for a while and we kind of, we didn't really get to talk that much in the weekend. Right. Cause so, you're both working. Yeah. We were both working the whole time and he was, you know, we're running two cameras, so we're not next to each other. Right. So we kind of just talked about what we do for work and like kind of like the stuff that we're trying to do and the stuff that we are doing and <clears throat> went up to the room and like, I tried to really like keep my stuff like in a corner and really like not take up too much space. And we just hung out all night and showed each other, each other's projects right. and talked about stuff. Yeah. Projects. And, and both. Yeah. And <laughs> That's bo what you call them. Yeah. Right. And both nights we just like, just like hung out for hours and it was super, super fun. That's awesome. And it was like just making a new friend over a couple of days. Yeah. And it's way more fun to come back to a hotel room at the end of the night and have a person be in there that you like to spend time with than right. just doing it by yourself. Yes. <clears throat> so, uh, great time with Josh. Woke up the next day when actually went to the Bellworks to finish the article about Hunky Dory. Right. Then I went um, over to the stash and we filmed for like ever. It felt like we filmed for like almost eight hours. Um, great time again. Good. You know, Walt, Sunday Jeff, get him. Awesome time filming that night. Really, really fun. And uh, back to hang out with Josh. I uh, saw a bunch of stuff that he's working on for his movie. Uh, looks great. The stuff he's doing looks awesome. And uh, he talked about gear and talked about kind of that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I went over to uh, I went over to meet up with uh, Casey in uh, New York. And we have some stuff we want to work on. So right. I went and kind of met up with him yesterday. Drove home. Finally home after that whole crazy experience. Yeah. On, on Wednesday, late Wednesday night. Late Wednesday night. Yeah. I got, home, I got home probably around like nine. So, right. but it was quite a week. I was gone for like a whole week. Yeah. And it was a lot. Yeah, and a busy week. And your gallbladder is still there. Yeah. You got bruises on both arms. There. I, my, my, I, my stomach felt like it slowly faded. I was fine. I didn't have to cancel Smodcast. Good, I was good. like beside myself. That I was going to have to miss the weekend. Yep. Um, everything worked out really well. I was beside myself that you might have to miss the weekend. Like, yeah, yeah, I was fucking, I was really sad. Yeah. 
Um, but everything worked out. Smodcast was great. Kevin was super kind. At the end of the weekend, he's like, Chuck, we did it. He, he was he like he's really like specifically like t- talks to you and is like, hey, yeah. what's up? You know, and well, was, I mean, you know, many people, yes. My interaction with him. <laughs> yeah, well, that was like in like a fan encounter. Thing. Yeah, it was. But he was like, we did it. And I hugged him. I said, I love you. I don't know why I said Beautiful. that. Well, I, I mean, like, because you do. <laughs> I do love him. But like Ernie was really happy, which makes me really happy because, you know, Smodcastle is kind of Ernie's baby. Yeah. Great to hang out with Josh. You know, me and Walt talked about a lot of stuff and Walt really made me feel extremely appreciated and welcome with Tell Him Steve Dave, which is really important to me. Um, all, all great stuff. It was all very positive stuff this weekend. Great. I'm glad. I, I feel closer to Christian. Everything was very, very, very positive. It was a really, really positive time. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, I celebrated my birthday with my cat. I felt... <laughs> so bad i was like god oh, it's brad's birthday i feel bad i uh i i intentionally didn't do it you know our our, our buddy uh bagley yeah called or you know texted and he's like hey like i don't i don't want it to seem like i'm pandering to you but like if you're not doing anything and you want to hang out tonight like let's hang out i'm like no i'm, I'm rolling solo this year yeah uh like intentionally so yeah. i went i got myself a nice donut for breakfast ish mm-hmm. lunch mm-hmm. uh and went to like an actual butcher shop to get a slab of ribs and i cooked them for myself for dinner uh, along with, you know, broccoli, because I'm healthy. Yeah. And uh, and that was kind of it. You know, a lot of, a lot of phone calls, a lot of texts, a lot of Facebook messages, a lot of Facebook. Like, you know, I posted a photo and a lot of people liked the photo. So, yeah. Um, you know, Saturday, my birthday was was good. So. Good. Yeah, I felt bad. I was like, oh, it's Brad's birthday. And it double sucked because, I'll tell this real quick, like a couple of years ago, like me and Brad love Left 4 Dead too. Yes. And Left 4 Dead. And a couple of years ago, they announced that the team that made Left 4 Dead was going to make a Walking Dead game. Yes. That was kind of similar, first-person shooter, but it's like people working together. Yeah. So for one of his birthdays or Christmas, I was like, I'm going to pre-order two copies of this game, and me and you are going to play through it together. Yes. Then it kept getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. Finally, it was canceled. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. But there was another game coming out called World War Z that was kind of similar. And I was like, you know what? We'll do this one together. Right. Then that was released for free on Xbox Live. Sure was. On Xbox Game Pass, which we both have. So I'm like, I guess I'm not getting you that. Then Back 4 Blood, an actual sequel to Left 4 Dead 2, was announced. And I was, and then we got pushed back to October. And I was like, this is going to be perfect for Brad's birthday. Yep. I'm going to finally get revenge on this present and pre-order both of them and get them for their birthday so we can play through this. Announced three weeks ago, it's going to come out for free on Game Pass. So this is like the third time this present has been dashed That's for me fine. to get it for you. But we did play through World War Z. Yeah. Um, not the DLC yet, but um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I felt really bad that I was missing your birthday. But yeah, we are yeah. going to go tomorrow to Food Truck Friday yes. at Roger Williams, and then we're going to go see Black Widow. Yes. And that'll be fun. Yes. But yeah, everything was everything was, uh, everything was was a really, really positive weekend. It felt just like uh, everyone's... I don't know. It just felt very, very positive. Yeah. I'm, well, first of all, I'm glad your your health is Me too. getting back to where I know, it should be. I, know. And I can't I, believe I almost missed it. Secondarily, I'm, I'm glad that the weekend was was really like productive and everything for you. So mm-hmm. uh, thirdly, I'm glad that you enjoy floating. <laughs> the end. And my googly-eyed bigotry. I feel so bad. It's do we, have any, do we have any googly-eyed listeners? Please shame me for feeling this way. Although I will send you a picture of my arm and say, you know, would a straight eye do this? <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to say straight eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that, straight um, eye for the queer guy. That's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the queer guy. <laughs> oh, I know. I know who the queer guy was in, in your analogy. Um, well, that yeah, that's uh, that gets us caught up to uh, to about now. 
Uh, yes. As as we mentioned, uh, we apologize to those of you, the emails that have slipped through the cracks over I the can't past believe it, several yeah. Uh, months. Yeah, and thank we you, Matthew will, uh, Bonza, for pointing it out. We will uh, do a, do an all mailbag, mail sack episode. Yes. Very soon to get caught up on those. Yes. And uh, and the next week we'll we'll be back with a, a normal episode. We have a, we have some fun stuff in the pipeline. Yes. Uh, that I'm very excited about. So. Yes. Uh, well, folks out there, if you have questions, comments, concerns, or otherwise, send us an email, chuckandbrad at gmail.com, or find the now functional email link through the chuckandbradpodcast.com. I'd say 70% of the contact form stuff over the past, you know, whatever, how many years right. has gotten through. Right. And just, just some of it, just just some of it that hasn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're always happy to hear from you. Yes. And uh, yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. We do very much appreciate it. That's yes. All, that's all I've got. That's all I got. Deuces. So much left to do.